Episode 211 of Dun and Drew. What's up, everybody? Drew, where shall we begin? Other than happy Thanksgiving week. 2021 is almost over. We'll be dead soon. Jesus. Yeah. um, This year, like every year, flies by. We're going to be 30 soon. Oh, all right. Let's not, it's not where we're beginning. Let's not talk about that. Sorry. Let's start it's, by apologizing <laughs> for last week. We weren't here. Uh, why not? Why weren't we here? I was in India, uh, and then yes. I stayed in the Midwest, always, and then I brought my grandma back. So. Yes, she's a very sweet lady. I, yes. love when, I love hanging out with her. Yeah, so I, I went to Springfield, Illinois. Didn't bring my Blue Yeti mic. Didn't want to, but... Uh, surprised you still have that. Yeah. I always just in those case. blue yeti days are long behind us. <laughs> so like if i don't bring my blue yeti mic it ain't gonna be a podcast because how else am i record i'm not i don't bring all this i miss the days of your mic your like microphone coming unconnected <laughs> and the editing that that had to go in into play and the happened. wi-fi being shit and all of that yeah. So, so yeah we missed a week because once again i was not in town on a tuesday but we're back it's thanksgiving week and we're here to talk to you guys. Thanksgiving, where does that rank for you? Didn't you say it was number one? No. No, Christmas is one. I should know that. Come on. Well, we got a freaking tree. I got a whole Christmas album. We got a no, tree Thanksgiving album. Oh, we did. No. We did. I don't think anyone has a Thanksgiving album. Oh, no. Taylor Swift does. Does she? Well, the new one. I don't know. Maybe scratch that. I'm combining fall and Thanksgiving. Okay. That that like, counts. I guess. The only Thanksgiving Thanksgiving album would be probably a collection of like the NFL intro theme songs, <laughs> CBS and Fox. But yeah, we did get a Christmas tree. Briefly put it in the vlog this past. Oh, you did? This, yeah, you watched. Oh, yeah. There's just little lights on it. No, no ornaments yet. No what? Ornaments. Yet? Do you think I said? I said yet. That's a good transition to oh uh, a gift that I got you. Oh. And I want you to open up on the podcast. Okay. So here you go. Early Christmas gift, my boy. Put the mic down. Uh, it's a small box. Looks, it has Amazon written all over it. He is wow. He's really digging into it, really quickly. Um, he's taking out styrofoam, and it's an ornament. 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 <laughs> wine hitting. So I, I might have to take this jacket off. Got to get my wire maintenance together here. There we go. Let's see. Team Ornament. It's got the NBA logo, so I know where this is going. Thank Chicago. I'm kidding. Spurs. It's a little Spurs house. A Spurs gingerbread house ornament. Our first ornament for the tree. Actually, I might go get like a childhood or- ornament of mine. Just struggling to, with that word. Just to, <laughs> just to beat this Spurs gingerbread house ornament. Oh, my God. Does it light up? No. Come on. What you mean, come on? I'm not on. dropping bands. Bands. <laughs> Thank you. It's cute. It's, ornament. it's very cute. The Spurs house. This is where Popovich will die. It kind of looks like this house here. It does. It's cute. Thank you for not getting a Jags one. Yes. Oh, I know you. I know us. I would have put it in the fireplace. Just kidding. But yeah, Christmas is upon us. And I'm excited. My favorite holiday of the year. We're in this new house getting settled in and cozy. I think our guest is here. Really? But um, no, I just saw a car driving by. It slowly. might be though. They were oh, slow. So you drive a Jeep. So maybe we should. What's your favorite? Real quick. What's your favorite Thanksgiving side dish? Mac and cheese. Is that boring? I got cranberry in the can. That's your favorite side dish. Yes. <laughs> you just eat that shit out of the. No, I make I make sure I get stuffing on the same on the same scoop. 
or okay. something else on the same scoop. Well, that's two things then. Then it's a, then I have a combo answer. It's a mm, one two punch. So your your favorite side dish is the sauce with right, something else. Though. <laughs> Right. He doesn't want to elaborate on it. I'm a grown ass kid. Swear I should be locked up for stupid sh- that I did. But I'm a champion. So I turn tragedy to triumph. Make music that's fire. Do my soul through the wire. All right, we're back. Let's go to the... uh, Let's start over. (laughs) Okay. All right. Here we go. Let's uh, let's jump right into our first segment of this episode. You ready? Shout outs. We are the kings of the Yes, I have several kings of the weekend, but first we must give a round of applause. It should be this button here to Sammy Alvarez. Who? Sammy <laughs> Alvarez was the kind soul at Sunday's game that returned my lost identification. You can go to the vlog. You can see it all. We documented the entire experience. We were jumping a fence. I believe my ID fell out of my pocket then. I didn't notice till we left the ghost train. And he had sent me a DM that I saw two hours later to retrieve my ID. And thank God he didn't throw it out or post it online for everybody to see. He just gave it back to me. We met up at the Bud Zone, and I bought him a drink, and he is a king of the weekend for that because there's two th- there's a handful of neat things we all need or we'll get stressed as fuck. Phone, wallet, keys, hopefully your ID's with it. Mine wasn't, so I only had ID. And I was like, I wasn't really a big deal because I needed to change my ID. You have to do what I do and get a wallet that's attached to your phone. Yeah, I do. Fuck this wallet shit. Let's get the back of the the phone case or whatever. But shout out Sammy Alvarez. Uh, Shout out to everyone in Jacksonville Sunday who noticed us at the game. We were noticed more than usual because we had to walk around the entire stadium to get that ID. So I think we're going to do that from now on instead of actually sitting down in our section and watching the entire game because that was a lot more fun than watching what we put on the field every Sunday. Also, shout out... To Van, who was the woman you guys saw at the end, towards the end of the vlog video, or you saw that the day before on social media. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook all of it. Uh, this woman. She's probably a 60-year-old, very nice black woman. Very, very that nice. matters. <laughs> very nice black woman. Very emotional meeting me. She thought I was her favorite player of all time after I had gone down and took a picture with somebody this woman had noticed and for whatever reason whatever aura i gave off she thought that i was this player that's in her head and was just crying saying i cannot believe i'm meeting you i never thought that i would ever meet you and at first when i when she first greeted me i thought that she was noticing me from social media from facebook or something but then when she said that you're my favorite player ever. I was, I was like, okay, now I'm confused. You see in the video, like when it starts. So before the video even starts, we had already like got the interaction. 
when the video starts, that's when she had said that I'm her favorite player. So I, the video starts with me saying, I'm so confused. I'm so confused. And she goes on. <laughs> Even though you're confused, she goes on. I guess she, she didn't hear she's me. She's waving her eyes, like trying to dry her eyes out. She was like full on crying. And typically when people notice Eric um, for his size, they will ask, do you play football? Uh, but they won't have a specific player in mind that they remind or that they think he is, let alone start crying their eyes out because of that. Right. This was such a combination. And bless her heart, I'm glad. I, I don't know if I'm glad or I'm or I'm getting secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> what I am, but you played it off in person. You know, I was dying laughing. I was barely, I, I couldn't hold the camera. I dropped the camera because I was laughing so hard. And I was just like, go with it. And you were like, I'm going with it. And you just played off, take a picture with her. And then you, she tweets us. Yes. She tweets you. She tweets me. I, I can't believe she had a Twitter account, but I, who doesn't? I don't know. I Something about that still feels like I was put up against something. Hmm? Feels like a prank. Against what? Feels a like a prank. prank. I, there's no way, like she had four tweets. Four tweets, and one of them's going to be from that interaction. I don't know. Something, something seemed fishy, but it was her name. It was her her picture. So someone would have had to go through. just want to get on the vlog. Someone, yeah, maybe. I don't know. But um, I was dying when the woman saw this going down with her son and said, could you make another person happy? And I took a picture with well, this child. Someone said the, the old lady, the lady that was in love with you, um, that thought you were, I don't know, uh, Richard Sherman work done people. Yeah. People on Twitter said work done, yeah. I guess. That's um, your favorite player of all time. Work done. So Van's coworker was like, you just made her day. And then the mom with the little boy, probably five years old, saw what was going on. And she said, will you make another boy's, another person's day? And it's like, that was when I was like, this is not real this isn't this is from an episode of a sitcom like i can't believe like we're being set up well, can you make another person's day like <laughs> like that's if people like deadass thought he was a celebrity well sorry uh football player, uh, football player yeah. famous football player that's like how that would happen so the fact that like the first lady happened she started crying and then the second will you make another like i expected a line to start forming <laughs> And it was just, it didn't feel real. And then he got down, um, put his hand on, on the like, child. Like you're like Santa Claus or something. <laughs> but you were. The, and the I kid was, had no idea who you were. The kid was like four. You don't watch Vine. Four or five. He had no idea who I was. Vine's three times as old as that kid. <laughs> he didn't know me from nothing. The mom just wanted a picture with me because she saw the previous interaction go down. I was like, oh, he must be somebody. So let's get clout for my little boy. <laughs> so I took a picture with him. It was dying in the process because Andy couldn't keep it together when the child came into the picture. Yeah, that was it for me. That was it. <laughs> because we weren't even paying attention to that. You know, we were focused on this woman crying and then this woman comes out of nowhere with her kid and says, hey, can you get a picture? Sure. <laughs> so we played that off for both of them and took it to Twitter and I'm waiting for that picture with the child to surface to see what the comments will be. But maybe that woman has recognized, but we'll see. My last couple shout outs go to the people we met after the game. Rob and Aldi, when we went grocery shopping for these couple days here before Thanksgiving week, he was the only cashier in the store and he knew our podcast. He even knew me. Yeah, he knew our and podcast. And 
said he's been following me since Vine, obviously, but that was random. It was just a day of meeting all the people in the city that consume our content. And then at Lowe's, there was a woman barely helping us get a Christmas tree who knew me from Vine and tweeted me after. Hey, let's, she may have also known you from OF. She might have because she was. Uh, she tweeted me after and it was very promiscuous, a little horny, and she posts a little risque content. So, I don't know. What did she say to you? She said... I met Eric Dunn, loved him from the Vine days. He's fine as he's nice and he's fine as fuck. So there's some emojis in there too, so you know that's how she really felt. So but yeah, she posted Very she, brave of her because we could easily go back there. She's counting on us not or she's just that horny. Maybe, maybe she wants us to come back. She might want us to come back. She's probably begging for that to happen. But I went to her, her profile when she tweeted me that and she's got like a booty pick with fishnets okay. in her media. So I was like, Yep. At hippie ho. It fits. Uh, is that your? Does that wrap up your? <laughs> yeah, that wraps up all my shout outs. It was a day on Sunday, and that doesn't even include. So I got a shout out, oh, yeah. and very probably the best shout out that I've done in a while. One of the best shout outs, biggest shout outs, biggest shout out. It was reverse roll. Like I oh, want to yeah. play that again. <laughs> he said another the one. Shout out to me. Okay, for a going viral on TikTok. I have been. So thirsty for a good TikTok to hit. Like mm. TikTok's been hoeing me so hard that I finally get one to pop, and it popped. House of Highlights hit us up it on did. Instagram. Still waiting for that to drop. Still waiting by the way. for it to drop. They probably um, got a content schedule. Or oh yeah, they're like scheduled out, yeah. <laughs> but they need to hurry up with this one um, because it's relevant. Yeah, uh, they drop it on Thanksgiving. Ooh, I was gonna say they might. They might drop it on Thanksgiving. That would make sense. Their content calendar is probably crazy because they <laughs> yeah. post like once every three hours. Yeah, two they hours. Do. Those big accounts do. 29 million followers, bro. When they post that, we better see action. You think? No. I mean, I don't know. Instagram weird now. I don't think people are clicking on profiles and captions and hitting follow. They just watch. They just watch. I don't think it's going to help it drive traffic to the IG page, which is sad because that's a 29 million followed account and not getting and getting tagged on that won't do shit. Probably. That's where we're at on social media now because everyone's doing this shit. We're just zombies scrolling the timeline. That is now. funny. Like, it's going to be harder and harder to be uh, monetized, like, make money, I feel like, on social media because so many people are doing it that, oh, you want uh, to be paid? No, it's okay. We're not going to pay you. There's so many other people that are doing this for free. So, relax. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, we'll still collect those bags. Yes, um, we'll, we'll wait for that House of Highlights pod, to drop podcast. Like that's not as, um, what's it saturated? So I feel mm-hmm. like that's that's a better game. Anyway, that's a little business talk. Um, <laughs> I got another shout out. Uh, less, uh, more humble. Sorry, um, less about me. This is <laughs> more a, about us. <laughs> yeah, true. This is a review that I actually haven't gotten to. Is uh, it's been on here for a minute. Apple Podcast. This is from the user, you're drunk, go home. Um, And if you know me, you know that I'm a stickler for typos. Your is Y-O-U apostrophe R-E, not Y-O-U-R. Grammar police. Bloop, bloop. Yep. The title says Christmas present. Uh, They say, my boyfriend and I listen to every podcast and watch every vlog. He introduced me to the pod when it came back during quarantine and always boasted that Clarksville, Tennessee was one of the top five cities listened. Now I'm a part now I'm a part of it and I hope 
we get to head to Jacksonville like soon for a Jags win. Hashtag not a Jags podcast. There will be. Really, though, I started watching football and cheering on Trevor Lawrence because of this podcast. That's, I love that. You do. That's your favorite. And they are some of the funniest guys to listen to if you like sports and the occasional inappropriate joke. Occasional. 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 <laughs> Join the Patreon for $5, they say in all caps. That's amazing that this couple, like, does Dun and Drew stuff, like, as a couple. Like, yeah. they both listen to the podcast, so, you know, like, maybe dinner conversations. Um, they watch the vlogs, so... They come home, wind down, and turn on Dunn and Drew like you do on Wednesdays with Dobrik. You are Dobrik now. Not to the level. But like, <laughs> but same premise. Same premise. The level. <laughs> um, which we need to get, uh, we need to shout out the merch. Oh, there's got to be some kind of promo. There's got to be some kind of Black Friday Turkey promo. Day? Black Friday promo. Oh, yeah, Black blah, blah, Friday. Blah, 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 blah. What do we do? What's the, what would be the promo code? So we done and Drew.com. We want to do <laughs> We want to do a um we want to do a Black Friday promo. Hey, let's do this. First person to tweet us the uh discount code is what will make the Black Friday code. You can make it anything. As silly as you want. Well, but I want to tell nigger. them what <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Uh, Use code nigger for twenty. <laughs> wow, you're out of pocket tonight. I see Miller hitting. Uh, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Let's. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, so anyway, go to if if we have a promo code, we'll put it on our Twitter account. So look out for that. But if you want a Christmas gift, um, doneandrew.com. Get your friend one. That's a great way to introduce someone to the podcast. We got great merch on there. Um, check it out. Dunn and Drew. We are both wearing a piece of merch as well. He's got yes, the hoodie on. Yes, I'm wearing on. two. I actually have also the shirt underneath. I said us. Um, oh, no, no, I mean, I'm wearing yeah, two. Yeah, I got it. Anyway, I'm wearing a t-shirt. He's got the hoodie on. Bada boom, bada bing. Dunnandrew.com. The last shout out you said is a good segue about the Patreon for $5 because Dunn and Drew is brought to you by Patreon.com slash Dunn and Drew. I dropped a PSA today. Did you see it? No. Good exclusive PSA that will not be on any other platform. So if you want to see what I'm talking about, you'll have to subscribe for $5. I'm sure you have it. I mean, not chill. I mean, get out of your pockets. Always do that. Facebook.com slash groups slash Dun and Drew. We have just reached 1,000 members in our Facebook group, and we're trying to turn those Facebook members into Patreon subscribers. So if you're in the Facebook group, thank you. That's easy to do. It's free and easy to get in memes are in there content is in there but the exclusive content the deep content is in the patreon so um subscribe there catch the discord up on- is actually <clears throat> oh have- yeah how i forget about the damn discord bro i don't know if this is a oh wait this is a draw i was gonna say i don't know if guys show them so we have a not safe for work channel in the discord you don't have to go in it so let me preface it with that it's called Not Safe for Work Epstein Island. And Jesus. should I have said that? Probably I, well, said I that. named it that. So um, <laughs> we have guys posting their genitalia. Just, you know, as, you know, just a guy to guy thing like, hey, rate me. But you, no one gets any bad rating. It's like, bro, nice thank cock. you for sending that. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you get so much praise for sending cock in the Discord. And. First, our first boobs we got. Yeah, 
Burst boobs. So shout out. We're not going to say her name. Yeah, Bubbles. Um, Bubbles is her. Uh, Code name Bubbles. Yeah. So thanks for sending boobs. And she. Some tra- under boob in she, there. I swear she already got a date with someone in there. Yeah. We can say his name, Darren. Mocha. Oh, oh! <laughs> I, I should said his code. Thought name, we were Mocha. using uh, Discord code names because yeah. everyone's got one. Yours is Andy Drew. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, you kind of know who it is. Mine's down bad. Done. Yeah. Just say down bad. Um, um, but yes, the Discord dot com slash Dun and Drew. Discord is five dollars. Comes with Discord access. You get a nice cock rating, and you'll uh, get your. You gotta confidence have our, up. You, you gotta have our sense up. of humor. You can't. You can't be weak for that Discord. You can't. You will, um, or, it, or you can be weak and you can just be an observer because there is someone that will get bullied, but it's cyclical. So it may be your turn. It might be not. <laughs> we've, we've all been through the cycle. It's the wild, wild west. It's <laughs> like, if you're sick of Twitter and that, you know how Twitter is kind of Twitter, you know, how Twitter is kind of soft and you know, like everyday life now is kind of soft. Like this is, <laughs> this is back to the old call of duty, <laughs> um, game chats. It's not that bad, but yeah, it's not that bad. There are moderators though who will get into the cycle as well. You will be cooked. No it is so funny though. You are. I love the Discord because it is real life. Like people have said things in there that would get you canceled and would make you lose friends in real life. But we have an understanding that the way that everyone is operating now in real life and on Twitter, on the real social networks where you defriend someone for their political views or something crazy that they say, maybe you can't take a joke. Maybe you think the joke's too far. Like in the discord, like just for an example, the Kyle, when the Kyle Rittenhouse um, verdict came through, there was some heated ass debate in the discord. Like it got very serious, like even like name calling, but like, Three hours go by and you're joking with the same person about something else and you just don't care anymore. Get called a name for an op- opposing political take. Three hours later, it's like, what's the spread for this yeah. game? <laughs> <laughs> what's the Villanova uh, Virginia spread? <laughs> Didn't you just call me? <laughs> or you're like telling him he has a nice cock in the not safe for work chat. At 9 p.m. And then you're saying, send more. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so amazing. Um, and, and if you say, like, something that you're about to do, like, sexually, like, if you're about to jerk off, people will be like, picks, vids, <laughs> picks, vids, send. Uh, <laughs> so you, you can't say what you're about to do without providing proof. Yeah, so. I saw I saw on Twitter, and I shared this in a Discord, I saw on Twitter someone say, normalize men complimenting other men, or men calling other men handsome. And I sent to Discord, I said, Boys, we are way beyond this. <laughs> nice cock. <laughs> nice, nice hole. Nice hole. <laughs> yes. There are people, yeah, won't, won't go that far. We've but had two holes in there. But um, join the Discord. I think we've talked and hyped it enough yeah. for you to be like, okay, let me see what the fuck is going on in here. And it's Thanksgiving week, so everybody will be very active because they won't be busy with work. Um. Well, I don't know if he will appreciate following that discussion, but we're now going to transition to our interview <laughs> with Denny Thompson. Uh, yes, we have a guest. He's live in studio in our beautiful living room. You can't tell from the camera, but we just got a tree, and it's freaking beautiful. Um, real tree. Do you smell it? I think if we are, when we're gone for Thanksgiving and we come back, we'll smell it. Yeah. We get used to it in here. Yeah. We get way too, way too used to it. Um, a lot can, of smells. The, the candle. Yeah. I mostly smell candles when I'm in here. 
the yeah, tree is I love it. The tree is is not getting its love with this nose, but see you when I'm back from Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we talked to Denny Thompson. He's local to Jacksonville, which is why it was it was convenient for for all of us and why he was able to come into the, the studio. But um, he's just uh, know it all with quarterbacks. Um, I think he's really humble, so he won't like me saying that. But he talks about training Anthony Richardson, um, Gardner Minshew. Um, there's some other ones. And like, <clears throat> and we just talk about, like, his we, opinion on every quarterback. Yeah. Damn near every quarterback in the NFL, his favorites, his favorite college guys. Like, he, he knows quarterbacks. He knows – he trains them. He's like the – I don't know if you – if you're like really into NFL Twitter and like off season NFL stuff, you know Jordan Palmer is one of the guys that a lot of quarterbacks go to in the off season. Well, uh, Denny is like that kind of guy for um, middle school up to the NFL. Um, he work he works with all. They worked with Mac Jones um, this off season, I think. Um, On the higher scale. Luton, Jake Luton. <laughs> yeah. He's got a, he's had a lot of guys come through his facility. James O'Shaughnessy, Jamal Agnew, these are Jags players. But um, you'll hear in the interview, he talks about name drops a lot of names and really, really good information. Yeah, it's one of my enjoy. favorite interviews. I th- it was a lot of fun. Um, and we get into some hard-hitting questions at the at the very end. Yeah. So here we go. Play the transition music, Andrew. Welcome, Denny. All right, everybody. We got Denny Thompson in here. Thanks for coming. Oh, uh, yeah. Welcome. Yeah, yeah, man. Happy to be here. Thank you. Could you run down what you do? Because I know you do a lot. Quarterback guru. Um, I'm going to do like a – sorry. I had to, had to say that. Had to, I'm going to do like a little intro before you before this segment comes on the on their screen or through their car speakers. But if you want to run down what you do and what you got going on. Man, I don't even know how to explain it. Like super lucky, really. Uh, honestly, like I developed quarterbacks, which sounds – like, not real. You know right. what I mean? Like, you say that and people are like, what do you mean? Like, mm-hmm. what do you mean you develop quarterbacks? There's only one on every team. We literally have over 300 quarterbacks that we work with. So, that's called six points. We've been doing that for, I don't even know how long. I, I was saying that I was doing it for 12 years for, like, five years. <laughs> how long have you been doing this? 12 years. And, like, shit, I've been saying that forever. Yeah. So, I don't even know <laughs> how long anymore. Um and then, you know, radio, media, uh, stuff like that. But the, the quarterback development is the main piece um, that, that I do, and it's, it's awesome, man. Age ranges? So much fun. Uh, well, as a group, we work all the way from third grade to NFL. Right? So we have – I don't work with third graders. I cannot control myself. <laughs> yeah, like, it's sense. not – it's just – it's not my thing. Right? I can't communicate. Um, but we have, we have programs starting at that young. Yeah, when you say all the way to NFL, you're developing NFL quarterbacks. We have, NFL yeah, we have several NFL players now, uh, several NFL quarterbacks. So we work with Gardner, you know, quite a bit. Oh, okay, and um, Nate Peter. I'm trying to think of the guys that I actually can say um, who that we work with, mm-hmm. but you know, we got probably seven or eight in the NFL right now that we work with that come into town to work or we go out to see them, whatever it is. Um, so yeah, yeah. The whole so, range. so so Jordan Palmer is your competition, pretty much. Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of. Jordan has a neat thing going on out there, California. I yeah, I don't know when he actually works. Like he's, <laughs> and I mean this in a good way. He's um, he's figured out the endorsement side of this thing. Like and, you know, it's like Lululemon and all these other things, and he's he's killing, it. he's crushing it. I think really what he does is combine prep, which is a whole 
different ball game um, training for a day, mm-hmm. you know. So he's kind of he's kind of mastered that, and we do a little bit of that. But he's 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 got the market on that. You do stuff for the Elite Eleven. I used to. Okay. Yeah, I used to. Um, I used to do a lot of work with them. Um, you know, it's funny that whole camp circuit, especially in the quarterback world, it's awesome. It's fun, but I really kind of like my family. So it's the travel I try to avoid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we've been very lucky and we're so busy here that every day away from here is, is you know, lost revenue and lost training opportunities. So try not to hit the road too much. Um, so what are some college football players that you've worked with? Oh, my gosh. Man, we've got – right now we've got – that The eye, the layman. Like. Yeah, I think we've got like 50 <laughs> right now wow. playing college. Wow. Um, Carson Beck at Georgia, you know, Anthony Richardson at Florida, um, Jeff Sims, Georgia Tech. Like, we've we've worked with Mac Jones, um, NFL now. But, yeah, he's, um, he's from well, here. it looks he's, like you've done a good job. Yeah. Well, I don't – I will not take any credit for that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, whenever I'm asked that, it's like – all the names just leave me. You know what I mean? And then afterwards, like, damn, I didn't mention this guy. Right, right. You know, right. but I mean, Tom Brady, just in case. No, forgot him. no, so it's not no Tom. I wouldn't have okay. forgot him. No, no, I wouldn't have forgot him. Steve Young used to be my favorite guy until he made a stupid comment last night on Twitter, and now, you know, like, oh, I, I was going to ask you about that. You, yeah. you quote tweeted or replied to Steve Young, who uh, Monday Night Football they're making fun of Daniel Jones's uh, pregame warm up, which he just walks around like this, right? Yeah, it's part of it. Yeah, it's part of it. It's like, all right, dude, like, I know you haven't been in the game for a while. And what he said was, stop doing this. You know, don't do this. And literally, like, every quarterback in the league, if you pay any attention, is doing this. It's just shoulder activation, mm-hmm. right? When I grew up, it was you throw to warm up. Now you warm up to throw, which makes a lot more sense. And uh, it's just kind of part of it. And it just, like, rubbed me the wrong way. It's like, dude, you're doing this for a living, and you analyze quarterbacks. You haven't thought maybe to go to, I don't know, a training facility in the last 15 years and see what these guys are doing? Is It would seem like that would be an important part of your job to me. Yeah. The yeah. detail of it, yeah. Right, right. At least have an idea. Is it Dak that does this? Or they probably all do. All of them do. Dak made famous the hip thing. The hip, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah which. He was, he been, he was moving them hips, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. And, and in the training world, like, that's, you know, eight, nine, ten years ago. Is when that first came out, and it's like a sequencing drill. Um, but you walk into like our facility or any facility, and you'll see sixth graders doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's another one of those things. We're just, which is cool. Like if the average person wouldn't know that, but Steve freaking Young should know this. Like if, if you're going to comment on it, you should know this. Right. So yeah, it's just it's it's a to whole different fair, world. To be fair, I comment on a ton of shit that I have no <laughs> idea about. Are you a paid yeah, analyst of that? Uh, Nor are you a Super Bowl, you know, quarterback. Yeah, right. I, yeah. <laughs> and we do have a disclaimer that we don't know shit. So. Yeah, we we are just you know the everyday casual fans Same. that have the opinion. You yeah, know, we're right? not Steve Young. Yeah. Steve Young shouldn't be saying this, right? I agree exactly. With you. Yeah, we don't yeah. we don't claim to be an analyst. It's right. not an analytical podcast. Right, and, and I need to take it less serious because I really like Steve Young, and all of a sudden I don't like well, him I just because more. of one yeah. comment. Going back to the college guys, have you worked with anybody from Penn State? Because that's my college team. Is it? Yeah, or no. FAU. Uh, FAU. <laughs> um, nope. <laughs> no, I ha- actually I haven't with Penn State. Um, their former OC I know pretty well, uh, Coach uh, Ricky Ron. And but I, I congrats though. Franklin's not going anywhere. Ten years. Yeah, ten years. I don't know how I feel about that though. We can't. He can't get over that. 
that Ohio State hump like Harbaugh. Yeah, I'll say this. Like, I'm a Florida fan, kind of. Uh, no, I am, but I pull for our guys more than anything. But if Florida would have hired him, I wouldn't have been that excited. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't know. I, don't, I think everybody looks for that splash hire, mm-hmm. and he is kind of the steady Eddie guy. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, hey, good. Seven and five, eight and four, that's what you're getting with James Franklin. I mean, look, Mark Rick won 80% of his games and got fired mm-hmm. and ended up being a good decision. Like, that's wild when you think about it. I mean, Dan Mullen, the SEC championship last year. Yeah. Gone. Yeah, that is wild. I saw best like best record since uh, Urban, I guess. Yeah. Best overall win percentage or whatever. Expectations, man. Yeah. Crazy. Like, if Crazy. You, those programs are making so much money. It has to be, if you're at Ford, it has to be, like, championship or, or at least playoffs or at least top ten. Oh, well, especially after coming off the year that they had. They didn't yeah, expect high expectations. to, to be yeah, how they, they are right now. Isn't it wild to think – that a guy can go to a championship game, get fired, but meanwhile here in Jacksonville, we can lose 20 in a row and, like, nothing happens. Yeah. It's, like, crazy. Yeah. Used to it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it is. No, it really is. Thinking things are going to get better. But we needed Sean Clifford at this this camp that you do because Sean Clifford was not. Is he not playing well? He's not. He didn't play well this season. He, he kept us afloat for, like, the first six games, got hurt, but – Last season, we started like 0-5, so I didn't have any faith in him. But then it came back to life this season, and then he like went down. So. Didn't he get – he got hurt, right? Yeah, he did get hurt. In yeah, the a buddy game. of mine works with him a lot um, and is big on him, loves him. But I, I don't – I'm not going to lie to you, I don't watch much Penn State. Yeah. I don't really watch football like that. I mean, I work in football 365, mm-hmm. so it's like I don't – No time I don't to sit go down. Home. And- I, no, I just want to go home and watch something mindless like – yeah, I feel you know, the same the same way sometimes. Not that I, you know, train quarterbacks. No, no. But, <laughs> but when you talk about it, like we all do, when you talk about it all the time, it's yeah. like, man. Yeah. I, yeah, I just want to play. Yeah. I just want to watch Squid Game. And you're just around kids throwing the ball all day. All day. Yeah. And we have this bright red turf. And it's like, yeah, man, I just want to go home and put on a Hallmark movie or something. Is that your so brand? Is that your brand? Bright red? It's become that. It wasn't on purpose. Like it, it was already in the facility, but that's literally like everywhere I go. In the quarterback world, oh, you're the guy with the red turf. Oh, really? And then we'll get DMs from social media influencers. Hey, can we come in and take pictures for an hour on the red turf? I'm like, well, I mean, how much you paying? Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, well, we want to. Y'all, y'all are welcome anytime. <laughs> y'all, y'all are welcome anytime. Uh, so you said uh, that you kind of pull for your guys. How how did you feel? Was Anthony Richardson put in too late, too early? Did you like that it was a Georgia game? Um, would you have done anything different with him? Um, and how do you think he's going to be next year? He's going to be in, fine. Anthony's going to be he's going to be a first round pick. He's special, like special. It's the talent that he has. People don't understand one how smart the kid is, um, and how he just consumes information, and um, almost to a fault a little bit. But he's going to be fine. The Georgia game was. Uh, it was really kind of personal because I was. I thought he should have started. I thought it, they, he gave him the best chance mm-hmm. to win. Um, I knew what Georgia was going to do, and they executed it perfectly. But if you watch that game, it was like a two-minute period, 10-minute real-time, two-minute game time where oh, he yeah, just the, imploded. Yeah. Right? The point and, swing was ridiculous. Yeah, and I'm sitting there in the stands, and it's like I want to crawl underneath the seat yeah. because I feel so bad for him. And it's like, okay, how do you – how do you train that? You know what I mean? Like, how do you try to put these guys in these pressure situations to where they can kind of snap themselves out of it? And 
it was tough. My wife's a big Georgia fan. Um, she's a trooper though, because you know we were on Anthony's ticket, so she wore all Florida stuff. Um, but we're sitting there and watching it, and it's it's literally it's like the most painful ten minutes of watching football that I've been yeah. through. It's tough. It's tough, and you just you know how hard these guys work, right? Yeah. Like yeah. it's it's man, all that for that to be the result. Yeah, it's, it just you can't it hurts. You, like you said though, you can't train the game situations. You know when you're in the heat of the moment like that, and something goes wrong, can't teach that mental. Fortitude. That's you know just, what, though? That's just in you. We're going to try. Yeah. No, we are. I mean, it has been – we have basically shut down every other plan that we had for this offseason and focused just on that for the last just month. Just on that one piece. Just yeah. on that. Like, what What can we do? How do we do it? And we've got quarterbacks that kind of have that it factor. I was about to say, the having the it factor has to make it – It does, but is that variable. teachable? Right. You know, like, it, how much of that – we have a kid, Austin Reed – who goes to West Florida, probably the best player in Division Two, And he walks into the facility. It doesn't matter. I remember him watching, walking in, and Gardner's in there, and Josh Dobbs in there, and Max in there, Nate Peterman. And he walks in, and it just feels different. Like, he's just got – before he ever says anything, like, his energy just introduces himself. Like, he walks through that door we have, and it's just like, oh, shit, Austin's here. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you got to be able to teach that on some level. Like, on some level, it's just basic human, human interaction and energy. Mm -hmm. And even if it's manufactured, like, it's got to – you've got to be able to instill that into somebody, I would think. I'm going to find out mm -hmm. because it is the biggest – is that a different, different pay grade, you know, when people pay to your program? <laughs> yeah, you, you get the you it like, factor. The, this <laughs> is our it program. <laughs> <laughs> you want it? Yeah, you add two zeros. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like Mac Jones, same yeah. way. You know, Mac is just, he walks in, he just gets the best out of it. And it's not like he, I say this all the time about Mac and Austin, they don't bring you to their level because like their level may not be high enough for you. Like, they find a way to bring you to a level you've never been to, right? And it's just – it's a cool thing, man. It's – when you see it, you know it. And then it's just how do you – how do you maintain that? Right. Because it is – it can get exhausting. Especially if you pile up losses. Yeah, no, no kidding. Like, yeah. that's why I'm afraid with Trevor. We'll talk about Trevor later. But, like, I'm glad he has the it factor because if he didn't, it could, like, snowball for him, like, mentally. He's got – and I know we'll get into this, but he's got – one thing going for him really well is he's got the greatest excuse of anybody in that he was born into dysfunction here. Really, and I'm not trying to be funny. Like it's Oh, that's correct. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's not like he went to New England and they hit a rough patch. Right. He literally walked into a dysfunctional family, and I think you, you get a little bit of time to try to pull that together. Him yep. and Urban together are facing adversity for like the first times in their career, almost. Yeah, they are. I mean, Urban on the field, on the field. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, Ur <laughs> Urban has definitely <laughs> continued to uh, manufacture adversity, though. Mm. Yeah, you know, right. but you know, it's it'll uh, it'll be interesting. It'll, it's definitely a good study to watch because, like, watching Trevor in these press conferences, I just this man is just not used to losing in college. So to come here and just perform the way this team's been performing all season. But for him, he says all the right things, and I know that he means it. He's got the right head on his shoulder, so I'm not worried about him. I'm just worried about if this organization can put all the pieces around him to make him what he needs to be in the Yeah, NFL. I wonder how many quarterbacks could have been, you know, one of the ones, but they well, were just... 
here's the the good thing for Jack fans though is the expectations are so high for Trevor that they become high for that front office. True. So you know like I, mean? I hope that means Balky can't like sit on his hands. You can't agency because you, no, I mean you absolutely you, not. You want to talk about losing a team like literally a team picking up and moving away from your city? Let this go if, south. Yeah, that's what I said. If this doesn't work, nothing will. So leave. Because they're it, close now. I mean, you, you you go to the games now, and it's. I don't. I don't. I used to. Com- I used to complain and be self conscious about this, how the stadium looked. But I'm like, I, hey, that's on the organization. I don't. I don't blame the fans. Man, the fans that are going and have been going need like medals. Yeah. I mean, it's it's you're you're putting your money in something in faith that <laughs> you have zero reason to have faith in it. That's. Like, I'll tip my hat to you. I mean, I, I get, you. I get, <laughs> I, I get media it. credentials, and I'll be honest, I don't go. Like it, it's just, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's, I, I don't know. I just don't want to bang my head up against the wall. I feel the same way for fans, but I'm one of those people that goes to home and away. But it's a little different for me because I just enjoy the experience of being at an NFL game. Well, and that's and, it, and the interaction with you know other people and stuff like that, and so seeing like new people. stadiums and all that. You like people and networking, and it's it's the social aspect of it all. There's, there's I'm hit that, or miss with people. There's that, and I tell a story. I, I grew up a Saints fan, and I can remember like the one of the most vivid memories I have from my childhood is the going to yeah when they had bags on their heads like all that is going to a Saints Cowboys game when the Saints absolutely sucked, and you know there's like a dozen people in the stadium, and sneaking into like the team hotel and meeting the guy like I remember my dad doing that, and it, and it's like you still you still have a team here. And so if you have kids, you have a family, it's like, it's, yeah. that's a dope memory, you know? Uh, when a player like Anthony Richardson or the many other quarterbacks that want to and have worked with you, um, want to work with you, what's the process and how long are they there? Is it different time periods for every quarterback? Do you have like a certain program for a middle schooler, high schooler, pro, college? Yeah, yeah, it's... um. There's a bunch of different programs that we offer, but it's it's really the realization that what we do is not at the base level. If you look at the pyramid of quarterback development, if there was such a thing. Like, there could be. Could be, should be, <laughs> right? We're not a necessity, and we're probably not even the second step, right? And so it's, it's knowing, it's having the ability to know and tell parents that maybe your kid's not ready for this. Right, maybe your kid needs to go get more physical training or physical therapy or, you know, something along those lines because otherwise you're just going to be wasting your money here and we're not going to get the most. And it's not saying your kid's bad, mm-hmm. but there's a process, right? And and we're not the first step on that process, okay. so it really kind of depends where the athlete is in that process on where they start with us and kind of where we go. When you get to, you know, the Division One level, really any college level or you get to the NFL level, a lot of the fun leaves because it's such a business and, yeah. and it's such a year-round deal. Middle school and high school is a blast because mm-hmm. you can see improvement in that like every session. I mean, we had Josh Dobbs in there for like a year. And that dude used to say things to me. And I'm like, I, I'm just nodding. I have no idea what you're talking about. You're talking about shin angles and like, I, dude, I don't know. I don't know. So, I mean, it's, you know, you get down to that detailed stuff and and it it keeps you sharp but it's definitely a different program than a kid walking in in seventh grade right i'm 28 years old six foot tall i run about a what's my 40 i think it was like a four 
Oh, it's fives. It was five? Yeah. I was going to say, if it's fours at yeah, 28, right? that's right. solid. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, wish but, I remember. We we ran a 40 in the Jags practice facility. I think uh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. pulled a hammy. <laughs> you pulled his hammy. Bad. I was out for What, well, did you make it time. to the whole 40? I actually you pulled it, it on, on my way to the finish line, so I fell into the finish line. So I would say I'm plus or minus um, maybe point two on my time and Do you I think, think that maybe was, that forward lean helped you oh the injury may have like propelled me forward yeah, yeah, yeah. because it was oh man yeah I, I still, it hurts yeah it, yeah it was bad it was so bad that because I, I don't think I've, that's ever happened to me it was so bad that i thought i was torn i was like what am i gonna do like how do i repair this um i swear it was torn but it healed it healed fairly quickly so three weeks probably it wasn't torn yeah mm-hmm. um and he beat me or i beat him barely barely and he, so and if tripped. i didn't tear <laughs> so if i didn't if i didn't tear my uh hamstring uh, i think i would have fives is pretty solid though yeah it wasn't like anything in the fives. It wasn't deep fives though it, yeah it was kind of low fives right yeah it was low fives low it was fives. like five four maybe that's um, solid yeah so what i'm getting at is uh-huh. <laughs> if i like i pose i like posing this question i can't remember who I was oh i asked jordan Poyer this one but for a different position um if i were to if you were to train me mm-hmm. for um a summer mm-hmm. do you think i <laughs> Because, like, I'm 28, you know, I'm 10 years older than these high schoolers. Do you think I could win in a Florida high school championship? No. <laughs> hold on. I didn't finish at quarterback. No. Um, hold on. Um, yeah, I got nothing else. I know I've nothing s- about your these background. high school kids. <laughs> yeah, I know nothing about your background. How about JV? <sighs> He's like, oh, you're talking to ninth graders now. <laughs> yeah, I think you may, you, you may be. Maybe. I could like give. He said you might go five and five. <laughs> <laughs> Championships a stretch, um, but I mean you're you got high schoolers now so, that are yeah. six yeah, four two thirty and been training for ten years. And that's now. When I was in high school, I played football barely. I'm not an athletic guy. I mm-hmm. played varsity just because my dad played in college four years and was on the Redskins Washington football team now practice squad. So I wanted to give my shot at football in high school. Right. So I jumped right in without, you know, any sort of athletic training or anything. So I rode the bench most of high school, ended up quitting. But I was in there in the practice fields and got into games. And even back then in 2010, one of the defensive linemen was huge. Mm -hmm. It was like 6'4", 300 pounds. These guys are way bigger now. Oh, yeah. They're machines. You're going to get crushed out there. Just curious. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, just curious. What would be – so you have to – prime me to have the best chance to do this what and we only have a summer what would be the key the like three focal points put you on the spot and you've never played quarterback before oh uh, no football fridays yes we played after school every friday Two hand touch in high school i was all no we tackled <laughs> we, i was all time quarterback oh man um but it was like and i play Matt. well but it was like 65 speed well, the first thing you got to worry about is injury. So that would be the first focus. With my is, hammy. Is, well, just in general, right? Like, Anything. first focus would be you're <laughs> going to spend <laughs> you're gonna spend the majority of your time in a weight room, right? I probably and need Stretch that. lab. Stretch, I need and stretch. And recovery back. and things like that so you don't get hurt training because that's where a lot of the injuries come in. And then uh, so if injury, I only had three yeah. months, like, I, you know what? I, I would probably refer you somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you just lost business to Jordan Palmer. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, listen, I could teach you how to throw. 
like that wouldn't be the problem. I would love that. Yeah, that's not the problem. I can't throw. I I, 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 I can teach anybody how to Wait, throw. Could you teach me like because I could probably get it twenty yards max. Oh yeah, well, we could put distance on in one session. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I've just, always, I've like, that's like up there with me wanting to dunk. Now, nah, dunk is probably higher up there for uh, me. It should be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it should be. Yeah, that would actually I, be. I want to throw a football yeah. far. <laughs> All right. Dunking, dunking would be a lot cooler than being able to throw a football. Like, I feel yards. like dunking, you got a much better chance of showing that off than just randomly being somewhere with a football in 40, 50 yards of space. Right. It's like, yeah. let me show you guys. Let's Unless go you're throwing that thing over the stadium, right? Then. Right. And nobody really knows how far you're supposed to throw, but dunk. There's kind of there's liter- a literal bar like yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, right, yeah. That everyone but, recognizes. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, throwing a football is more. How many yards do you think you could get with me in like five sessions? Oh, I'd have to see. I don't know. Oh, you like, have to see I, where yeah, I'm I have at. To see where you're at starting, now. I mean, starting. it's it's a lot of it's ground force, rotational force, torque, stuff like that, and then it gets down to arm strength, arm speed. So I mean, whatever I you're at, tennis. if you've never trained before, it, okay, tennis. well, no. Yeah. So good speed. There's Big a lot. Speed. Good there's speed. a lot of parallels. A whole lot of parallels. Um, I mean, just about anybody, if they came in for a session, we could add 10, 15 yards. Wow. That's, if they've never trained before. Yeah. Pretty easily. But we'd That's like encouraging. To, we'd like to come in for a session then. Come on. <laughs> come on. Let's try it. Let's see. Let that me back it up. Let's a see. fire vlog. I know. We do all these <laughs> sports competitions, and Andy usually wins in them, so I need, need to find something. Uh, come in. We could do – there's so many things. We could have you all come in and catch for – some of our college guys, we could have y'all come in and oh my throw. God, like, that would be amazing. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we call up Angelo. Oh, yeah, Angelo yeah. needs to come down here. We're all about content. Comment. All about, especially yeah. with name image. Oh, absolutely. With name image likeness now? Yeah. I looked at y'all's followers before I came on here. <laughs> like, you kidding me? Um, yeah. I mean, if y'all post something, they get followers, right? So, yeah, we did that in a heartbeat. For sure. That's that's set in stone now. <laughs> what's what's the? Sorry, there's this running joke on Twitter about me being the Jags tight end one, <laughs> and I need all the content I can get to show that I have some sort of kind of athletic bone in my body. Because what I did in the Jags practice facility is not it. It didn't show it. I ran a terrible route, but I caught the ball. I just I look awkward out there. Well, but. Shaughnessy's my boy, so Shaughnessy. In the offseason, essentially lives in our facility. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's like, that is one of the hardest working guys I've ever seen in my life. He just loves to work. Um, so maybe we could talk him into doing something. Offseason oh, content has to, be... has to happen after this yeah, season. Yeah. Jay, I hate how injured he's been because he's, man, he looks so good this offseason. Yeah. So good. It, I, I thought he was going to have a huge year. Uh, what's your all's hottest time of the year? Like most busy, busiest? It used to be summer. It used to be that we went hard. Really, January to April was one speed, but then May through July was a whole nother speed. Honestly, now I miss those days because now it's it's twelve months. Like mm-hmm. it's you know that we seventy percent of our business right now comes from out of town. So they'll fly in for the weekend or for a four day stretch, and we'll get you know five, six, seven sessions in. Um, and so somebody somewhere is always on a bye week. So we, we, we stay pretty busy the whole year now, which thankful for, but I do miss the couple of months off too. And are these kids already quarterbacks playing yeah. or are they yeah. trying to, okay. Yeah. I mean, most, right. Like I kind of said before, if you come in and you grew up and you never really threw anything, um, where you don't have a natural arm path, we're just going to like, we're not going to be able to help. Mm-hmm. It's, it's. You know, it got to the point to where it's just like, okay, here's this, the process before you come in here. 
And we just had that this weekend. We had we had a kid come in, and we just had to pull parents aside and say, okay, come back in six months. And we gave him a couple names of people that could help the kid gain some strength and, and stuff like that. Otherwise, he was just going to get frustrated in there. That's how you know you're legit when you, like, turn down a customer because you know that it's not right for you. Well, I don't – you know, I think early – when I first started doing this, um, one, I was broke, like broke, broke. Um, but you don't, you, you, it's seeing things, right? It's like, okay, yeah, you, I may be able to teach you how to throw better, but I've got to, I've been doing this long enough now that I kind of recognize we're only going to, we're going to hit a quick ceiling with this kid. Mm-hmm. And then he's just going to get frustrated. He's ultimately never going to come back or he's going to quit playing or the parents are going to get, and nobody likes wasting money and nobody likes stealing money. Right, so it's okay. Well, let's get him to this point so that the ceiling is much higher. And it's just you learn that through screwing up, basically. Fuck, I had something. It was gold too. <laughs> it was I so saw good. it. I saw it in your eyes. It was gold. Oh my gosh. Um, where's the quarterback hotbed in the country right now? Whew. Um, it was here for a minute. I mean, we had you know a couple years where. You know, Anthony Richardson, Carson Beck, and Jeff Sims were all Elite 11 finalists, all trained together every Sunday with me for years. Um, the young group that we have locally is unbelievable. Like Ooh, young, ninth like grade, high school, ninth and 10th grade. Um, JV. Yeah, when the, they're, except they're for none of these guys varsity, are playing JV. Right? Yeah. These guys all have offers already. Oh, wow. Yes. From ninth and 10th grade? Yes. Didn't Jeez. Trevor Lawrence yes. play varsity like ninth grade? Yeah, y'all heard about my tweet, right? Yes, that's actually on my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trevor, yeah. I'd love um, for you to tell that story. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, we'll go right to that. Yeah, so I was at the Cartersville-Bartram Trail game. So, we'll back up. The first time I ever saw Trevor was at Elite 11 camp, his 11th grade year. And Elite 11 is a high school gathering of quarterbacks? Yeah, it's the best quarterbacks in the country, and we do regionals. I say we still. They do regionals all over the country, right? Mm-hmm. And so what they're trying to find is the 11 best quarterbacks. And so it's basically a oh, competition, wow. right? So it's kind of weird now. It's called Elite 11, but the finalists are actually – there's like 25 now. Yeah. Oh, I guess Elite 25 like doesn't sound good. Um, yeah, they kept expanding and said, we'll keep the name. Right, wow. right, right. <laughs> and so you go to all these different different places, and this one was in Charlotte. and uh, It was – it is a great city. <laughs> Trevor was there – Emory Jones was there. Joey Gateway was there. Like, it was a who's who. I think Justin was there. Fields was there. Fields? Oh, wow. And uh, I don't don't quote me on that. I may, I may have had him mixed up. But anyway, Trevor walks up, and you can't miss him. And we'd all heard about him. Is that it? Yeah, well, I mean, just the hair. Oh, Even then, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, then. that's Trevor. Yeah. The first ball he threw was like, holy crap. Like, ball just comes out differently. And then later in the camp, we do the seven on seven thing, and he threw an absolute piss missile about sixty yards, like unbelievable. So fast forward three or four months, I go up to Cartersville watching play, and while I'm there in August, I'm sitting there watching this kid, and I'm like, oh, I've never seen anything like this. So I just fire off a tweet in 2017 with the first overall pick, 2021 draft, Jacksonville Jaguars select Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, not even thinking about forgot it. Forgot about it. Bro, yeah. forgot about it. That's crazy. Jags get the first pick. Radio station digs it up. And they're like, they retweet it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I did say <laughs> that. Yeah, and, it, and then it just went crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, it was just one of those things. Like, the only reason I said Jacksonville is because I live here. And, right? right. And, okay, so I'll give saying that they'll have the first pick, I would say that that's, you know, I'm, I can't give you kudos for that because they're always bad. But we've never had the first pick. 
So to say that that's, that's I put no bad. thought into it. Besides, yeah. he, like, you were just living in Jacksonville. You right. saw Trevor and said, "Hey, Jags first." Pick, but you did Trevor do Lawrence. the math on how, how old was he at the time? What grade? Uh, he was senior. So you so, did the math on yeah. okay, he's only gonna be in college. That's state. literally the only thing I did. Like me thinking that he was gonna be the first pick. I promise you that night was not an original thought. Right. There were probably okay. eight thousand other people in the stands that were seeing the same thing I was. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the only reason why I said Jacksonville is because that's where I live. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, crazy. all right, I'm going to tweet this out. So, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's hope it works out. Uh, how do you feel uh, now? Uh, what week are we in? 12? Yes, yeah, week 12. We're regretting the 17-week yeah. schedule now. Yeah. So. I, I never want it. Even though I love football, I, I, don't need, I don't need 17 weeks. Brady doesn't either. No, yeah. he doesn't. I, I mean, he said about it? He doesn't like it. More football is better, but – yeah. I kind of wish there was only 16 yeah. this year. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Um, although, I don't know. We kind of need – f- I kind of like the more weeks because we don't have the first pick right now. Maybe we need the extra weeks to fall back to number one pick overall. Are we doing that again? I mean – Are we hoping for the number one where pick Where am I again? at now? Don't, I want, don't talk to me about the draft I right want tra- <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> I want Trevor to look good, but uh, he has nothing – so how's your take on Trevor? Because before the season, I know you were, he's like, he's it. He's the my, franchise. My view hasn't changed. Um, I've been consistent. There's, there were some current concerns before the draft mechanically, and that's still there. Oh, really? Yeah. Like what? Um, just f- really boring stuff, like front half control and some things oh, like yeah. that that just <laughs> – he, he can clean up, you know, pretty easily. And I think that's probably some of the reason for the inconsistencies. Like, it's it's like if I'm throwing you the ball, the ball should be pointing at you when I release it, right? And if you watch him, the ball's kind of pointing out to the right, huh. right? And it's just kind of the way you get through the ball. Mm-hmm. It'd be like playing golf and your club head is just a little bit off, right? And it's going to make over the course of 200, 300 yards, however far you hit a golf ball, it's going to make it that much worse, right? And so I think there's some things like that that when he gets to an offseason that doesn't involve a, a surgery that he can he can address. The issue that I've got right now with him, I, I haven't changed. I think he's still going to be a top-five quarterback in the league for the better part of the next decade. i got to see like more dog out of him, though. You know what I mean? Like – we didn't draft him to throw check down routes. We didn't draft him to throw five yard outs. Or, so you want like the week one to three? Trevor? I do. And if he throws thirty interceptions, he throws it. Yeah, like that's who he is. Take some risks. It's almost like we've lose. neutered the dude. You mm. know what I mean? It's like, and I know we don't have that speed guy. I, I get that, but you can point to a lot of quarterbacks that when you just take the training wheels off. They throw guys open. They throw to green. They see things that normal people don't see, and that's Trevor. And when you ask him to throw, you know, 10 swing passes in a game, you're literally neutering the guy. And so I, I would like to see these last how many ever games. Like, just take, just take it, Trev. If you throw 20 interceptions the last seven games, who cares at this point? Like, learn your lessons. Yeah. Find out what you can and can't do. Take this thing over. And just be the alpha dog. Like, that's what I want to see because that's who he is. I just feel like he's being, you know, greatly limited. You're seeing it with Mac. They're letting Mac. Although, so Mac's skill set is different. Mac's skill set is he's crazy accurate inside of 25 yards. So you build your offense around that. And they've done that yeah. in How New England. Did, so 
I feel like New England has always had that within the 25-yard offense. Um, I, mean, I remember Brady and Moss. and Yeah, you know was, what I mean? was like, Moss, but I feel like Brady, Edelman, um, Amendola. Welker. Um, yeah. No, you're, you're right. A bunch of across the field, like horizontal separation. Hella check downs of James and, White. Yeah. And just like <laughs> yeah. even like five-yard comeback. Just For some reason, and this was on my list to ask you about, why does the five-yard come – like they don't have anyone on offense – in the receiver position that like will scare you. Right. But I, I was watching Mac Jones, one of the first Patriots games I watched this year, just throwing it to wide open people, just a little five yard comeback, just wide open or the corners playing like really mm-hmm. often. But when I watch the Jags, everyone's like blanketed. What do the Patriots know that, that we don't know? I think if you go back, I don't think it's just the Patriots. If you go back to the very first preseason game, well, let's go back further. Let's, let's talk about, like, training camp. If you remember in training camp, we were throwing the tight ends a ton during training camp, during scrimmages, all that kind of stuff. I remember sitting at practice going, gosh, that's like five throws in a row to a tight end. And then it hit me. It was like, well, we're throwing to the tight end because our linebackers can't cover anybody. So that's why they're open. So then I started looking at kind of the outside guys and where are we creating separation, what routes we're running. And even against our own guys, they weren't creating separation. Every throw was contested. right? So I don't know if it's a coaching issue. I don't know if it's a um, schematic issue. I don't know what it is. Route running issue. But every, to your point, every other team seems to find a way to get at least three or four yards separation on a speed out. And we're not doing it. And and if you think back, I mean, Gardner's my dude, and so I'm always going to take up for him. But that's what we all said then too. We're not. That hasn't changed. The issue with Gardner was, well, we we're not pushing anything up the field. Well, we're still not. And we have a guy with a generational arm, not pushing up the field. So I I don't know if it's the lack of speed. You know, I'm I'm a big proponent of. I don't even care if you can't catch. I think of that guy on the replacements, the movie. Um, I don't know. Did y'all see that? Or y'all too young? I've never see seen it. the replacements. I've, I've heard, heard it. I've got to watch them. Shane Falco, you got to watch it. But yeah. you need that guy that even if he can't catch, the fear is he's going to run by me. Like, and it just stretches the defense out, and it makes them play different. That's how I drafted in Madden when I did the franchise. Yeah, that's, it's it's best <laughs> that's what you should do. And they don't have that guy. And they they haven't right. had that guy. And Dante Moncrief was supposed to be that guy. He wasn't. I can't think of the last guy they had like that. DJ Chark's not it. He's not that guy. Not that guy. Marvin uh, Jones, not that guy. No, Marvin's – and I love Marvin, but he's not that guy. I love Marvin yep. too. Patriots don't either. Does it have anything to do with their tight ends? Is that how they can get some separation? Uh, tight receivers? end system, formations, personnel, Could, personnel groupings, um, timing. This shit is all on the coaches, man. I'm blaming all them coaches. That's what Urban says. They're going to ruin my boy, Trevor, man. And I will I will defend them in this Way there was a three week period where Trevor missed guys when they did get separation. Um, double move with Marvin Jones, I think against Buffalo. Yeah, missed him. Yeah, saw that. Um, Indy, there was something I don't remember what it was, but he missed that. You don't get those chances very often, right? And so I, I felt like us. they did <laughs> scheme up some stuff, but it, it's and it's then now cool. with all your players on offense that you need to help create that separation get hurt. It's not going to make these next seven weeks any easier. For no. Him. And listen, Jamal Agnew, um, he came in the facility a lot during the offseason. That dude's a different gear, man. Yeah. 
He's a whole it's different fun. gear. Yeah, he's super good dude too, man. But uh, yeah, you're right. You, you you lose him, you lose Etn, you lose DJ Chark. It's like it's nothing out there. LaVisca. You've lost all your speed. Yeah, it's I don't LaVisca know what he's doing. Marvin do Jones. Yep. Bro, that's and so Carlos Hyde. That's, that's so slow. <laughs> Carlos that is so Hyde, slow. And then and then whatever tight end we throw out there, and that's it. I mean, Dan Arnold is like the best trade they've made yeah. in how long. Yeah. Yeah. And I hated that trade when it happened. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Why? Just just I hated the idea of it. Um, not that there's anything that we could have done at the time to to change what you, had happened. You hated that we lost the first round pick. Yeah, again. I hated Yeah, you just didn't want to surrender. I more yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I more you. hated Dave Caldwell and our draft pick than I did. And like I look at Jalen Ramsey now, and I'm like, oh. My so do y'all put more? Do y'all? I'm I'm curious. Do y'all put more of this on coaching, or do you put more of this on mismanagement? I would do uh, the latter because you see what the Patriots did for Mac Jones in the offseason. Like they loaded him up. I don't know how much of uh, um, influence Urban had on Balky in the offseason, but I feel like we could have done more than we did. I think this is a byproduct of December 2019 when they knew that they had two first-round, two second-round draft picks and back-to-back drafts. And they split up the coach for those. Like, those four, those eight, have to go together. So, it's like, you should have fired Marone and Caldwell then. Gotcha. And had the same guy with the same plan drafting mm-hmm. all eight of those picks. And by not doing that, like, you you really did cut those in half schematically with what you want to do. So, I, I go back to kind of, I'm going to put this a little bit on shot. Yeah. Of of not being able to just pull that trigger when he should have. I think a lot of people are blaming Shad. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and that you know, it goes back to the fan thing. I said this the other day on our show. It's like the apathy. It's not even apathy anymore. It's <laughs> it's almost like a anger. It's almost like a until you went, there is nothing they can do in the off season to get fans excited. That ship has sailed, right? Because it was because it was this off season that got everyone. It's been the shipyards. It's been Lot J. It's been like all these different things that they're off season champs. It's you know all the draft picks. That you're you're not the only thing that's going to get these fans back really engaged is wins. Yep, and you can't do that until the season starts. That's right. Like they they're going to come up with another catchphrase this off season, like own it this year. Own it. They do it every year. <laughs> but yep. we can't draft another Trevor Lawrence. We already have him. Nothing. Yeah. You can't do a draft pick that's going to get people excited as as much as they did with Trevor Lawrence and I already have Urban Meyer. So, it's going to be a struggle for the for the ticket uh, offices this this off season. Yeah. But hey, at least AEW so well. Actually, probably say that in jest i do um but i am a big fan <laughs> I, i'm glad you are I, I just it rubbed me the wrong way when tony khan on the same day that they lost their 20th game in a row yeah was boasting about yeah wednesday night success on aew yeah that bothers just, me too it was like dude come on like read, read the, the room. room yeah oh God. jinx jinx <laughs> um where did you get your uh, I guess background on how you got your quarterback knowledge. Like, where did the is it a passion thing? Is it did you grow? Were you born into a family? Oh gosh, because no. you did say luck at the beginning. Yeah, no, I was very lucky. It was um, my story's kind of weird. Um, I played quarterback. I wasn't very good. Like, I literally just handed off. Like, I had amazing running backs. We won state championships, and I didn't have to throw. Didn't have to stretch. That's great. I just handed <laughs> off. Yeah. And that's then I, I got into to, that's uh, how I will get to the championship. <laughs> if you get the right running backs, yes. Um Derrick Henry in high yeah. school. And then when I <laughs> and then I was in the finance world and then 
wasn't very good at it, but made a decent living. That's the thing about that world. You can suck at it, but still make a lot of money. Um, and then in 2008, that took me out of there. And yeah. so I'd been coaching. I've always had an interest in quarterback. And so at that point, I just dove into it. And it was more of met the right people, uh, studied the right people, got involved with the right people. And one thing kind of led to another. And it, it, it really it started out of necessity because – we were living like on the couches and bedrooms of family members. Like we had lost our house, everything when we first started this thing. And, uh, first couple of clients were like dads that just called and said, Hey, will you train my kid? I was charging like 40 bucks for like three hours. Wow. Right. Like it was, yeah. yeah, it was nothing. It was literally, you know, to, you know, try to put gas in a car. Right. And goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that was it. It was, it was literally like, you know, financial survival. And so it was one of those things where I started getting a little bit more involved and it was like, Hey, I can make some money doing this. And I really like doing it. And so at 35, took an internship, a free internship at 1010 XL. Um, and, uh, started just training quarterbacks cause I had nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so it just kind of grew into this. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, the luck part, <laughs> by the way, the luck part came because I had some really good quarterbacks that well, they came through. Yeah. And I didn't really do that much with them, but my name kind of got attached to them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I worked with him. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Put that on the website. It's not. I, I'm not that guy. Oh, you're not that. You're not no, that guy. Not that guy. Not that not guy. That guy pal. Pal. No, not <laughs> until I figure out a way to make a kid six five two thirty. Am I going to claim okay. that? You know what I mean? Like that's that's kind of silly, Herbert. Not to mention, not to mention, like I'm not the one in there sweating. They are. Like I'm not the one in there lifting weights when they're not in there. They are. So it's like we're just we're more of kind of a just a compass for them. Wow. Where does it, where does the name Six Points come from? It's touchdown. Oh, duh. What the fuck? <laughs> I was in my head. I was like, what could that be? Maybe like there's six points to a throw. No, you're like not one, alone. Two, three, four, five, six. I have, a, I have a trainer that works with us that asked me that. He's like, so what are the six points? I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like the six points that you named the company after. I'm like, it's the number of points you get when you cross the end zone. <laughs> What's funny is if it was called seven points, I probably been, would have been like, oh, yeah, touchdown. But then it does yeah, yeah. extra point. That, then I have to train yeah. kickers too. And <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't want to do that. We've yeah. talked to Scobie. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> What's your take? Are you watching? You, so you try not to watch NFL. You try to you know, put on Netflix or something. But how, do you follow any quarterbacks that you don't um, train yourself? Like, what, oh, what's yeah. your thought on Lamar's progression? Love this year? Lamar. I, like Lamar is. Lamar does almost everything mechanically wrong, but <laughs> he is the perfect example of don't screw with something that's working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah really. I mean, it, it, Lamar, if you walk through my door tomorrow, I'd really have to think. Like, what do I do? I don't want to touch it. Right. I don't want to mess anything right. up. Right, because, I mean, the arm angles he's throwing from right? is such ask a that. natural like, like, we'll ability. Do yeah. yeah. You're not supposed to be able to do that. Yeah. And I feel like if you start to try to structure a guy like Lamar, you take away other parts of his game. Right, right. I just think it's so awesome how he's making people look like idiots. <laughs> I said, you know, he's never going to play quarterback. But I'm obsessed. <laughs> oh, did y'all say that? I may have I may have been on Lamar. I'm not calling you an idiot. Andy, uh, Andy's got some real hot takes of quarterbacks. Oh, yeah? When, they, I have when they first come in the league. Aaron yeah. Rodgers I'm obsessed with. 
um, the he's angles a, he's, he throws he's, from. He's amazing. He's unreal. Um, Derek Carr. I could watch Derek Carr all day. Like, just from a – Derek Carr has never trained. Like, never do, never trained with anybody mechanically. He's self-taught everything. And he's, like, perfect. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And most trainers wouldn't admit that, would, mm-hmm. would never. But, dude, you like, that guy, I could just sit there and watch him all day. Um, yeah. I love Justin Herbert. Yeah, I was going to ask about Herbert. How, yeah. how, does, why, how does that make sense? He's in Oregon, and he wasn't, like – no, touted as top three pick. Oh, he was. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Justin Herbert, if he had come out the year before, he probably would have been the number one pick. So I'm trying to remember that draft. When the Chargers picked him, there was someone else they could have that was still on the board. It was kind of like a ah, if I remember, he I wasn't. Could be wrong. Yeah he he didn't have the he didn't have a great senior year statistically, if I remember right. I remember I was at the Auburn Oregon game in Dallas, and it's before the game. I'm just kind of watching him throw, and he's having a conversation with somebody, warming up, throwing the ball 65, 70 hmm. yards like it's nothing. And it's just balls turning over. It's beautiful. And you watch him play, and it was what all, what Oregon did didn't really suit his game. It wasn't – like if he had been at Alabama, he would have been unbelievable. So I hear that about – I heard, oh. heard someone say that about Trevor. Like why – he should have been in the – in the under center, his whole college career, get the mechanics right, and he would have been so good right out the gate in the NFL. Don't get me started on Clemson, man. Yeah, no, I don't. Same. Like, it, I uh, I got my feelings hurt a couple of weeks ago because I've been saying for like everywhere, anything I'm on, that Clemson has not done a good job developing quarterbacks. And everybody just kind of laughed at me. But then all of a sudden, Trent Dilfer said it, and everybody's like, "Oh, look, Trent, Trent said it." I'm like, "I mm-hmm. think that's actually where I got my what, yeah what I just said from." Yeah, and it's like you look at what you look at Trevor when he went in there and when he left, and Trevor's just you know a dude, so he he's going to win. Like that's what he does, and he's just that extremely talented. Take a guy like DJ who's there now, who is very talented, but mm-hmm. not that talented. Yeah, and look at where he's gone. And it's it's this this old school mechanics mentality that just is going to come back to bite you at some point. Like if you've got science in front of you that says there's a better way to teach to throw a football or a better way to do anything, why would you not use it? And and they don't. Yeah, they just refuse to. In that 2020 draft, it was Burrow one, and then Tua went went right before Justin Herbert to the Dolphins. Yeah, Burrow's a dude, man. Yeah. Uh, so you're talking about Justin Herbert. Um, if he went to Alabama, he would have been crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so how come he was able to? Well, maybe that's just the position, the situation that he that he entered was probably just so much better than Trevor's, because uh, he like was Oregon and was the NFL, and he's been. Have you compare him to Andrew Luck? Like, are they kind of like having the same kind of success? They both look amazing. Like I've never seen anything like Herbert. I don't think. Um. You talking about Andrew Luck and Herbert? Yeah, like uh, the success they you had want right something away. wild with Andrew Luck? Look up his completion percentage. Andrew Luck's not what you think he is. Really? Like, are you saying year one or career? Oh, okay. Well, career. Cam well, Newton has a higher completion percentage. What? <laughs> Look it up. Andrew Luck's career completion percentage is under sixty-one percent. It's like sixty point four. It's got to be over that versus the Jags. Maybe that's what. Yeah, I'm probably at. so. Yeah, <laughs> probably so. But. Um, I, I, you know, I think to be fair, I think, you know, my expectation was for Trevor to have a Herbert type year. Yeah, me, me too. And he hasn't, he has underperformed and there's no way 
you can say that and not say he's a bust. Like you don't. Both of those can be true, right? I'm yeah. holding judgment on the bus thing until probably the end of next year. Maybe you kind of get an idea of the prime for any quarterback. Okay, I'm not giving him two years. I'm gonna give him years three. five through nine. Are quarterbacks prime? Like that's their absolute prime. But when can you start telling? Like I'd say uh, three. I'd say three. three. Yeah, three. I'd say year three. Uh, and in this situation, I think especially so. Got to like eight. So <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. It is so bad, man. It is. Um, There's not yeah. even any words to describe it anymore. Dysfunction. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That's it. That's. I think that's the only way you can describe it. It's just. It's just dysfunctional. How do you describe what Tom Brady's doing at 44? Uh, Probably not the same. TB12. <laughs> yeah, and what we don't know about TB12. Um, <laughs> you know what? Tom Brady though is a perfect example. Of what I was just saying about Clemson. Like, if you look at Tom Brady now compared to Tom Brady. 10, 15 years ago, two completely different dudes. Different releases and what? And everything every, mechanically. All the mechanics. Everything mechanically, completely different. Tom Brady was not a good deep thrower for the first part of his career. And now he's, you know, one of the best ever. Yeah. Now he's, yeah. It, he's dipping that thing right in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's got the it thing that we talked about, you know, and, and it's, it is a maniacal thing, man. It really is. It's like living around these guys like I do, it's, it's, it's almost like these guys are crazy, legit crazy, and they have to be to, to play at that level. And I, you talk to anybody that's been around Brady, and that's him. I mean, he works, 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 and he cannot like he cannot stomach losing mm-hmm. at all in anything. Um, and I think you just have to be. And I think it's that pursuit that keeps him young. And it's not just a pursuit of winning. It's a pursuit of like, okay, there's a better way to do this and a better way to do that. And I'm gonna, I've got the resources. I'm going to challenge the old way. And I think for him, that's kept him young in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Who's got the if? Who's got the perfect mechanics that you've ever seen? Either watching on TV or work with. Man, that's tough to say. Um, mechanics get bundled into like a one size fits all thing, and some free game here. If you're looking for your kid to train and you go somewhere and every kid looks the same throwing the ball, don't go there. Mm-hmm. Everybody's built different. Like Patrick Mahomes, you would never say he's got bad mechanics, but he looks way different than Tom Brady throwing a ball, right? Arm angles are different. Their natural arm paths are different. Okay. Everything's different. So I'm going to, I'll go back to Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers has learned, um, like how to best suit his body. He's making throws now he's never made. Like never. Like nobody's ever made. Matt Stafford's another one, by the way. Yeah. Matt Stafford don't get enough credit. Stafford doesn't. He's yeah. probably most underrated in the league. He I was think. doing stuff that like, we, we talk about right. Mahomes. He was yeah. doing, yeah. He was doing it a decade ago. Yeah. The Lions, but yeah. he's on the Lions. But he's in Detroit. Yeah. 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 So I I think that mechanics thing. You got to be careful with that because, uh, and I and I fall into this sometimes. It's like we'll have a a pretty good quarterback walk in, and he'll say, "Hey, you know, I've been training with this, but I want to make a change." And he'll come in. And the first thing we'll try to do is change what he's been working on forever to something that suits our eye, right? That's optically pleasing. And you got to realize, well, that may not be how this kid is built. And just because it doesn't look as smooth coming out of his hands, doesn't mean it's not as effective. Yeah. Right. So I, I think. Until you go out and you try to catch a ball, until you really, you know, see with your own eyes the effort these guys are having to put behind the throw to make them, I think it's hard to say anything about mechanics. 
I have to ask about Kyler Murray because he's oh one of my, my favorite quarterbacks right now. But sometimes it looks like he's just slinging that thing out there and it just magically ends up in the receiver's hands. He uh, overrated. <laughs> he said, <laughs> he said I, got, Excuse I got a me? dog on him because he's always hyping him up. And I'm, I guess so that's, I had another like he's similar um, Trevor thing. So when he, before he ever started at Oklahoma, he was at Texas A&M. And we were doing the sports den at the time on the radio station. And I said, I'm like, there's this dude, Kyler Murray, that's going to win the highest going to be the first pick. And, was, and James was like, who the f- is it's Kyler Murray? Mm. Right? You did it again? Yeah. I, but I saw him in okay. high school. <laughs> and this dude just has this different level of juice to him than anybody I've ever seen. You know, we all know he's amazing at baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the force that he gets through a throw is just – it's, you can't measure it. And he's so twitchy. Um, and everybody was talking about, you know, he's he's going to get blown up at the NFL level because he's so small. No, you can't get a hit yeah, on him. They always say that. Yeah, you uh-huh. literally can't get a hit on the guy. The one negative about Kyler Murray is it, it set forward this whole group of parents who are like, my kid can play at Oklahoma or Texas or whatever because Kyler Murray did it, and he's only 5'9". Like, you, mm-hmm. your, your kid ain't Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's it's that's not the situation. That was the only negative out of Kyler. Like if your kid's five nine, don't d- get a college fund. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be tough. <laughs> Who has the best deep ball? And and the reason why I'm asking is because I I wanted to ask about Russell Wilson. Like why does he throw it so high up in the air? And was he taught that? Is it like a natural thing? Do you think? Uh, a little bit of both. Um, there's differing opinions on that. I don't like the ball so high because the less time it's in the air, the more time it's in somebody's hands, right? Like, to me, that makes sense, but it's an accuracy and feel thing. So, if if I'm not throwing to a person, I'm throwing to a spot, right? And in my head, I've got to do this quick calculation of that <laughs> yeah. spot. And he's running. And, and so, however you feel like you're most accurate, um, yeah, he'd be launching that thing. He does, man. <laughs> it's it. like it is moonshots, and it is, and it will drop right into Lockett hand so at the stupid. back of the end zone. It's unreal, it's crazy, it's unreal. Jake Luton was in Seattle. He's now with Miami, and I trained Jake, and we were having a conversation when we went to Seattle. He's like, "Man, you ain't, like you can't even imagine how high he throws the ball, but it's on the money every time." So it's another one of those things. It's like I think a lot of times people get their own judgment about something they can't do, and that's fine. But why is somebody going to tell him to throw lower when he's yeah, literally yeah. dotting it up every time? Like you said with Lamar, don't change. What's... Don't change it, man. I mean, you can improve, right? And but don't don't change the base of who you are with it. Right. Got anything else? That's it for me. I got one more. Do you wash your legs when you take a shower? Wow, why is this a hot question all of a sudden? It shouldn't be. What you know? What's funny? We actually <laughs> talked about it on our podcast, and I started seeing it everywhere. Not saying that's where, but you know, you had that thing with Trent Dilfer. I had that thing of like, I'm kind of. Let's talk about this for a second because I, <laughs> there's variables to this. Um, how big is the shower? <sighs> it's it's your. Let's do what your home residence. <laughs> my shower's big, so yes. If I'm in my shower, okay. Yes. What if you're in a. Uh, uh, a tub shower. Probably not. And I'm not is, flexible like that, man. I'm a little bit overweight right now. I'm the heaviest I've been in a long time. Like, that's hard work. 45 years old. So it's like, yeah, and I'll get it tomorrow. So I, my thing is if I, if I exercise, well, yeah, you got, if to. I sweat, you have then to. I'll, yeah, you have to. Then. 
And then maybe not every time. But yeah. If I, <laughs> if he's I, sick, I, man. He's sick. <laughs> no, I mean, if you're, yeah, if you're sweating, you have I, to. We actually have a new debate now. What's what, that? Do you flush uh, your pee if it's clear? Oh, my God. That's not a debate. How's that a debate? Who's debating that? Who is, like, who's debating Americans that? are debating this? People with running water? Me. <laughs> Me and him. Uh, Wait, I, I, I try to implement it as a house rule, but it, I, I think I'm losing. Yeah, I, I mean, there's only two of us here, but do what you want. But I ain't going to say well with me. I'm just trying to. <laughs> I'm thinking about how rude that is. is it? <laughs> I'm wait, imagine waking up at like 730. Got a, ooh, you got a urine flowing and you see a big bowl of <laughs> yeah. yellow. Beer. It's not yellow. It's clear. It's not always clear. It's clear. Mm, like, always clear. There's still a smell to it. It's like uh, sometimes. Uh, eat asparagus, maybe. I mean. Flush the toilet. Flush the toilet. Wash your legs. Like Whoa. if you're I say, sweating, I say wash my legs because I, I can visit. Not visibly, but I can feel the dirt on yeah. my legs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I feel grimy. That's yeah. why I always wash my legs. Now I will admit, I will admit, the feet. That's tough. It's tough to get to, but you have to dry between. Like that's, I can't identify with you if you don't literally dry your feet. Like. I, 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 don't I pat them. Well, I, I have to because I'll get real. They'll get cracked for me if I like air dry my feet like, like by KD. Katie's leg. Yeah, that's like. <laughs> 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 I have I mean, to dry my feet. If you've ever had athletes' foot, it's something you don't want. That's it's it's miserable. I might have athletes' leg if I uh, if I keep it. it up. You may have it like yeah, something in my <laughs> foot. I don't know what it is though. Yeah, that's not that's not sanitary. Yeah, it's hard to admit. So uh, don't never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I, if it's clear, do you pee in the shower and not wash your legs? Uh. Anyway, I pee um, in the shower. <laughs> I will pee in the you shower. You pee in the shower sometimes. Yes, it saves water. Well, so does I not pee in the shower. <laughs> so does not flush in when it's clear. I pee well, in the shower if, despite the color. Well, if I'm taking a shower and I have to pee, I pee in the shower, and I won't go in the toilet, and then I'll just go in the shower. Yeah, you go in the shower. And I'm okay with you going in the shower because we're sharing a shower right now. So all these are big questions that <laughs> Wow, y'all got addressed. some serious stuff to work on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if he washes his legs or not in there, so that doesn't bother me. Just please flush the toilet, you know? Okay. Yeah. And if you pee in the shower, don't let the – you know, rinse the pee out, obviously. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Rinse it, let it make sure it gets down in the drain. Don't leave it on <laughs> splattered everywhere. You feel me? Because <laughs> it'll dry up and we'll have yellow stains around everything. Mm. And then we'll have guests. Wow, I'll have to. Yeah, I got to listen to y'all more. I didn't know, I didn't know this is where it's, we uh, went. It's worse than this. We're, yeah, we're going to get a whiteboard with house rules, cleanliness rules. Yeah. If some of those don't need to be on a board. Like <laughs> Imagine someone walks in, flush, flush the toilet, <laughs> flush the toilet after you go every to the bathroom. Use, after every use. Uh, oh, I was thinking about doing that. <laughs> but where can people follow you and find your content? Um, Denny underscore Thompson on Twitter. Denny Thompson Jacks on Instagram, and then six points Jacks on all of them. So six points Instagram and TikTok. Does mm. pretty well. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, man. It's like, well, we uh, not to I, brag, but we've been doing some numbers on TikTok ourselves. It's fun, and Instagram Reels, like Instagram Reels, is where it's at. That's because Instagram had to copy TikTok's format. So we were doing, we stopped no doing shade. a bunch of content, <laughs> like for whatever reason. I think I just got lazy. Yeah, happens. But we were doing just like eleven and a half million views a month. What we're wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, just people throwing the football. Wow. Like that type of stuff. That is great. So I don't know what the algorithm is, but um, 
I can tell you this. I'm working now to monetize that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can't figure out the YouTube thing though. I, I, it's I hard. It's, it really is. I don't, I mean, we're, we try to be as consistent as possible, but it's like, that's the toughest of them all. YouTube. And it's, it's almost like the lottery. With YouTube. It's like, <laughs> they, there's enough people making enough money off of it where it makes you keep trying. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. People, but then you reach yeah. that point where it's like, how the heck are these people doing this? And, and TikTok's a little bit like that too. Yeah. Yeah. But, like I, how, but, but at least TikTok, you know, is generous with their algorithm. Yeah, YouTube is very Bro, strict. You need to get your team back on TikTok. I know. You guys do numbers on here. They have 37,000 uh, We followers. have multiple, you know, three million videos, three million view videos. Uh, it's yeah. We just haven't done anything. Yeah, it's good form. <laughs> That's what you're looking at. We haven't done anything uh, for a while. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. We were going how, there for how, a while. How long is a while? Like months? No, they they. Their last one was uh, should have been last. Oh, three week. three days ago. Yeah, but if but I mean, we, I think we've posted maybe three videos since football season started. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see uh, the red field though. Yeah, yeah, it's obnoxious, isn't it? What was the What was the idea behind that? It wasn't my idea. Oh. The guy that owns the facility put in red turf with a um, yellow end zone, and like I said, it's been great for branding. Yeah, but it, yeah, it looks like I'm watching a Chiefs game or something. Yeah, everybody asks like if I'm a Maryland fan. No, but if Under Armour wants to come sponsor me, come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, but yeah, you can go follow TikTok, Six Points Jacks, uh, Denny Thompson Jacks. Um, Any Facebook page at all? Yeah, uh, but I mean, uh, Six Points. But I don't, I don't think we've posted on that. And yeah. yeah, just asking. Yeah, we need to, though. Yeah, yeah. That's where the buyers are at. Parents. True. Yeah, yeah, we should. True. We should. I ask because I do a lot on Facebook because I have a big Jags audience on there and we do good numbers on, on Facebook, believe it or not. Have you paid attention to the difference in the comments on each social media platform for me personally or just, just, just like the way people respond, like Facebook seems to be very kind. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's new. um, Twitter's just vicious. Oh yeah. Twitter will always be more vicious or in sarcastic. Isn't it funny though? Isn't it weird? Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's, and then TikTok is just like, like on Twitter, if you get a lot of likes or retweets, you feel like you did something. On Facebook, if you get a lot of likes, nothing happens. So I can see like you're being more honest on Facebook. On t- you, on TikTok, on people are trying to get the top liked comment. Yeah, TikTok. Yeah. On Facebook, they're just engaging in whatever you got to say. Yeah, it's like TikTok is full of turds too, but a much yeah. younger demographic there too. We put a lot of resources. Sorry to keep going here, but we put a lot of resources into our guys' social medias. Oh, really? That's yeah. one of the things that you guys do when yeah, they come yeah, through? Yeah. We, so we are fully comprehensive. So it's, we, I, mean, I can give examples of social media branding too. Um, yeah. I mean, cause that's your net worth, right? Like it's, if you can graduate from the university of Georgia with 150,000 followers, like you're way ahead of the game. Um, even yes. before name image likeness. Yeah. These, now with NIL, it's a whole different ball game. These I mean, recruits could, in high school are, you know, um, teasing their decision and saying, follow me on Instagram, you know? That's, oh, no doubt. That is smart. Do. That's what you got to do now. It's smart. I mean, we've got one college quarterback, Jeff Sims, who has a Mercedes-Benz deal. Not like a dealership, but Mercedes-Benz. Right. Um, wow. Anthony's got Outback Steakhouse. Um, I mean, it, it, and it's Freedom their social life. media. Yeah. Their social media engagement is what matters. So, 
we uh when a kid comes in for the most part we have professional videographer professional photographer when they leave regardless of their wow. age they get the photos cool. and they can post those they don't have our watermark on them nothing like that is for their branding yep yep love that yep it with air with anthony richardson what when you guys were looking at it from a uh branding perspective is there a little problematic it's to think about the air 15 thing no he changed his number to get it there he was number two last year. Oh, okay. So he is AR-15. And once racing. name, image, likeness took – Anthony is a genius. Like He said legit, he's smart. Legit genius when it comes to marketing. He changed his number to 15, so AR-15. Came out with a clothing line that is amazing. I think we saw it somewhere. Dude, the hoodie is unreal. So and he went and got – he got this big cross tattoo right here on his neck. And so all of his hoodies have the cross – the same oh, place on the neck. That's good. And then he started doing game by game shirts, sweatshirts, you know, with whoever their opponent was, stuff like that. That's cool. It's um, like a, a rock t shirt or like a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a pop up tent at Florida, Georgia. Yeah. That's, I think that's what I was thinking of. And then uh, you look at Jordan Travis at Florida State, fourth and 14. He converted that. The next day he had fourth and 14 shirts available. <laughs> like, why that's not, good. man? It's, yeah. it's When you look at that, it's a shame they, they weren't allowed to do that yeah, before. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Right? Hey, so the people yeah. up here want all the cash. That's, exactly. That's all it is. Exactly. No, it's good stuff. All right. Appreciate, all right. appreciate it. Appreciate yeah, man. coming no, through, it's Danny. It's fun. Appreciate yeah. you guys. No problem, man. All right. Now, after talking about all these quarterbacks with Denny, let's get into the actual NFL storylines news. We're here. Week 12, Thanksgiving week. Season is almost, damn near almost over now. And I'm happy. Um, Why are you I, happy? Because I can't stand another to watch another Jags game. I just I need this out of here. I remember when we when the season first started, you said, and it feels like yesterday, you said, appreciate it because it's going to be over. Like I I was like, there's no way Christmas is going to be here. Like it's never going to come. Well, it's right around the corner. <laughs> it's in a month. So um, this week, let me throw this stat at you. There are nine week 12 matchups between teams that are 500 or better. Nine. nine. That's crazy. And that's the most since 1970. Damn. It's a good week of football. It's a good week of football. And seeing like, seeing the AFC standings every week, I can just tell. This shit's wide open. Like There is extreme parity in the AFC, even in the NFC now. There's no set team. We say this every week. There's no set team that's about to win this damn Super Bowl this year. And I feel like that about college, too. It's a, it's a weird year. Very weird year. Very weird year. Um, but and- I, I love my Rams-Chiefs pick. Like, I love that the Chiefs are back. They're so oh. back. I who mean, are? the Rams. Who, are? The, who is? The, the Chiefs. Chiefs are back, you said? They're back. Oh, yeah. Their they're, defense. They're they've, back, they've back. been fixing the defense. Four-game win streak. <sighs> I love it. They were three and four. Everyone's like, are Chiefs done? They win the next four. Yeah. They're fourth seed. Um, but yeah, that's an interesting stat. This week is very important for these teams coming up. This AFC, all the way down from one through eight seed. There's like 12 teams in the AFC that can still make playoffs. Tennessee. Jags? Tennessee. I don't think the Jags have been actually. Yeah. God, you got this. You God, got the, I love. I, I like the sound. I like the soundboard. We got Tennessee at eight and three. Ravens at seven and three. The fucking Patriots 
coming out of nowhere with Mac Jones and five straight wins <sighs> are now it. first in the AFC East, surpassing the Bills, who were on a Like, surge. are you kidding me? If I told you that before the season, that the Patriots of Mac Jones, like, I don't... Bless, bless you, bless you. I don't understand, thank you, I don't understand you? that organization. Like, I don't know what they know that no one knows. Like, I talked about with Denny, but I don't know if I was satisfied with uh, the answer. Because I, there's got to be some kind of secret that no one knows, not even him. Like, how are they able to do this? How are they able to get a... Maybe I should just quit trying to figure it out. It's... Well, you always... It's the culture. Like, you say Ravens and Patriots, best cultures in the AFC. And look at them. They're second seed right now and third seed right now. Um, Kansas City, we talked about. And then we got Bengals, Chargers, Bills, all six and four right there at the top of the AFC wild card. Oh, my goodness. They're all tied for six and four. Like, usually AFC, we're struggling to get the wild card team above 500. Right. And then right below them, you have... Pittsburgh, 5-4-1. and one. A little tie there. It's got them above these next four teams. And then Colts, Browns, Raiders, Broncos. 6-5, six 6-5, and 5-5, five, 5-5. Six and five, five and five, five and five. Everybody's right there. One or two games away from a potential playoff spot. Every game is going to matter from here on out for yeah, all of those teams. Is, this is going to be a wild December. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be a December to remember are you good? Seven, seven weeks left. I'm excited for it. So maybe I'm not ready for NFL to end. Just but ready to stop going to Jags games because I do love. Yeah, you love it. I do love my. Sunday was the best ever. I do love my. I love what I was telling Andy on Sunday. I like watching other teams. And he's, See, like, I, he's like, I just, I can't, I can't get down with other teams beating my ass. But I, like 12 weeks into the season, I've accepted my fate. You know what also sucks with, and I wouldn't be this way if I just stopped playing fantasy football. Um, I couldn't watch any Justin Herbert highlights from Sunday because I traded Austin Eckler. Mm. Just because, like, I, I can't watch it because I saw so many Eckler. I, I know that he, touchdowns. I know that, stop. I don't oh. want to hear how well he did, but I know he did well. <laughs> Because I saw, like, have a day, Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler again. I'm like, and I can't watch highlights from that game because I'm sick that I traded him. You also um, saw have a day, James Robinson, though. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the NFC side, bro, the Cardinals are still winning with no Kyler and no Hopkins. Yeah, explain that. Like, explain this year in the NFL. You can't. Colt McCoy? How? James Conner? Someone told me he was a bust. He had a 40-point fantasy game a couple weeks ago. How about How about... How about Taylor, Jonathan Taylor? Oh, my God. Kicking my ass in fantasy, 50 points. 50 points. He had 30 in the first quarter or something. Yeah, he did. 30 in the first quarter. That man is a machine. A machine. He plays the Bills defense this week, so we'll see if he can keep that up. No, he just played the Bills. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, he did. The oh, my Bills, God. He played, oh, yeah, he just beat the best fucking defense in the NFL. Forty. I mean, Sorry, 50 fantasy points against the number one defense versus running backs. Explain. Yeah. That's your that's your essay prompt. Please explain. Because you can't. You can't do it. The said this season is so weird. And I it's great. I think it's hmm. <laughs> is it no. good to have this much parody or is it good to have I like it. I love it. A couple teams that it's like you root so hard to be beat because they just are so such a machine. I like, like this better. I 
because I, I do this every year, I look at the standings and say what what game matters and what who's got to win to get this team in. Like when the Bengals had to win to get the Bills in the playoffs that one year. Oh yeah, for great. the first time in like forever. So I love how close all of these records are because it just makes me want to pay attention to these games even more. The drama of it all, it's great. Uh, you've got the fucking Minnesota Vikings on a two-game win streak now, beating the Packers and beating the Chargers. And now they have a big game against another surging team in the NFC, the the Niners. So we got Niners and Vikings this week. So even though they're both 5-5, five and five, they're both in the playoff picture, and they're both on a, like a win streak, two-game win streak. So it's just shit like that that makes me hype that there's so many good teams in this league right now. Woo! Can't mm. get enough, boy. Um, Yikes! What? Oh, you're, you're looking down. at my record. <laughs> yeah, you're Shit. down bad on this on this uh, weekly pick. So hey, we do down bad, done, y'all. Um, it's Thanksgiving week, so we're gonna get three games on a Thursday this week. You know, you're gonna get your Lions, you're gonna get your Cowboys, Bears, Lions, Bears. Oh my! Um, this record, though, this these game picks we do, y'all. I'm 13 and 14. I'm finally. Below 500. Shout out. (laughs) I think it's over. I'm 18 and 9. You're 13 and 14. I just need you to get a couple. Which is crazy that I wrapped it up midway through the season. I just need you to get a couple 0 and 3 weeks. That doesn't happen. I'm too good at this shit. You've had a couple. A 1 0 and 3 week. Yeah. Um, We we won't go into the individual records, but he's 18 and 9 and I'm 13 and 14. It's looking ugly for me. And it's going to get uglier because week 12 picks, I'm getting a little bold here. You have to. So my lock of the week, this was out of frustration. Falcons over Jags. Well, frustration, but it's also a gimme. And then watch the Jags win because I picked it. My record is so ass. And, and, And Falcons, I know Jags are the shit show of the NFL right now. Falcons are pretty bad too. But... This could be a game the Jags magically win because Falcons aren't a good team. They just had zero points against the Patriots, and the Patriots' defense isn't, like, the best thing you've ever seen. But Belichick is a king. He knows what the fuck is going on. Yeah. I don't understand. chess. I don't understand how these boys got zero, though. But I'm going Falcons lock of the week against the Jags. See if I can get back into the win column in the lock side. I'm going Chargers lock of the week against the Broncos. Probably a bad pick, but I'm going that. I like it. Upset special. This is where I do some idiotic things. <laughs> I think Lions get their first dub on yeah, Thanksgiving Day <laughs> against the Bears. Like, what it's, What have Bears shown tough. me that makes me want to pick them? Nothing, but, I mean, the Lions literally haven't won a game. So they've, they've literally covered, showed you They've nothing. covered, though, but. This isn't what this is about. I know, but if you're covering, that means you're right there to get that first right win. Right there. Right there. Three and, a half, this, three and a half spread. But when the spread's like 14 points, like, it's kind of easy to cover. They're, they're not getting 14-point spreads. They don't do that in the NFL. Uh, they do if you're the Jags. Bills, Jags. Um, anyway, upset special for me, Vikings over Niners. Oh, like, you're you liking believe, that? Can you believe the Niners are favored in that game? Vikings just came off of a, a very emotional win versus Aaron Rodgers. Win. And I, I saw a little bit of those highlights. Like, that was a game that Aaron Rodgers always wins. Mm-hmm. Like that close of a game, he had a late score, seventy-five yard score that should like, have been the like. Fucking, come on, that's, that's that's usually the touchdown that wins him the game. Yeah, but it sent it, it sent it to OT. You gave uh, Kirk Cousins too much time. <laughs> I like that pick. We were just talking about this game, Vikings Niners. 
five and five teams both fighting for that wild card positioning. It's going to be a good one. I can't wait to watch that one. How about the Niners being like in the bottom of that division now the Seahawks are? Turned real quick. And they got their boy Kittle back. Debo's. They, the way they use Debo, I wish we could use LaVisca like that. Like he's pre-snap motion, getting handoffs, going for like five yards, then catching the ball next play down the field. It's disgusting how they use him. I wish we could do that. Maybe watch some fucking Niners tape. Bevel. Game of the week. I have not Bears versus Lions. Mm. I have Rams at Packers. That seems like an easy one. That seems like it's going to be electric. And uh, obviously give me Packers. I would take Packers in that one as well. Um, It's crazy. We get Lions-Bears first game of week 12. That's going to be great. That snore sound a lot longer than I'm used to. I usually stop it. Oh, <laughs> Patriot! My game of the week is Patriots at Titans. Why? Really? We pick game of the week for different reasons. <laughs> Mine is for playoff positioning reasons. Like I just mentioned, Mac Jones and the Pats. Five-game win streak. Third seed in the AFC right now. First in the division. No, Nobody saw this. Nobody saw Mac Jones leading these Pats to this right now. I saw it. He did. You, um, beginning of the season, we were watching preseason ball. You say, Mac Jones, Belichick has found another Brady. It took three throws for him to say that, and here we are. But Titans, they're looking suspect. Sus. They've got no Derrick Henry. I think Belichick will. Oh, Patriots are winning this one. Yeah, I've got Patriots winning this one. And a win here for them. Could make them first overall seed in the AFC. It's just like, oh, they took a year off. Sorry, we're back. (laughs) Because Titans are first. Ravens are second. They have one less game because of their bye week. But Patriots, they can get that one seed in two weeks, potentially, if someone beats them Ravens. We're going to see a rookie quarterback having first seed. It's, It's sickening. It's disgusting. I'm jealous, I'm envious, and I hate everything about this. But it is what it is. And the Patriots got the Bills. They still had to play the Bills twice. But shit, I wouldn't put it, I wouldn't put it past the Patriots to sweep the Bills. And I'll take that bet to, to whatever casino I got to go to. Whatever casino I got to place this bet at, I'm going to do it. You guys are hearing it here live. Patriots, Bills, whenever they play again, I think it's after this Titans game because I think Patriots have a bye week. I'm putting my money on the Patriots to beat the Bills. The first game they play because they got to play twice. First game they play, I'm going to put a bet down. I need a bookie because I don't have an app to do it yet. But we're going to do that because this is how much I believe in Mac Jones and the Patriots. But that's week 12. Those are our picks. Enjoy your Thanksgiving football that day. Oh, shit. College football rankings. Oh, what? What channel? It should be on ESPN. Now? It starts at 9. It's 9-16. Oh. It's always times up good for us. Georgia beat the shit out of Georgia Southern. Ohio State beat the shit out of Michigan State. Like, beat the shit out of them. I don't think it's going to be on here. It's got to be on. Or they already did it. Wasn't it quick? 
They did it during basketball last time. I could just check Twitter. Um, but it's on. It's nine p.m. every fucking Tuesday. But anyway, my prediction for the new standings is Georgia won. I think Ohio State jumps Bama because of the way they absolutely manhandled the seventh-ranked team, Michigan State, even though they have, like, one of the worst defenses in the country. To do what they did in the first half, C.J. Stroud had, like, five touchdown passes in the first half. He could have had ten touchdown passes that game if he played the entire game, which sometimes I want to see. Like, sometimes I'll be like, if a quarterback's playing this good, let me see how many he can get. Like, imagine a ten-touchdown game. That would have been insane. Third, I think Bama drops the third. And I think they finally give love to undefeated. Bama drops the third? Over behind Ohio State. No. Yeah. What happened to Bama this past They week? won, but they won a close one. Yeah, they're not Ohio State drop. beat the motherfuckers by I mean, like Georgia 50. won, Bama two, Ohio State three, <clears throat> Cincinnati four. Uh, like c- the consensus. Cincinnati has to get their love this week because Oregon lost. Oregon's going to drop. They need to keep Cincy at four. It's an undefeated team. They've beaten ranked teams. It beat Notre Dame. Since they got to get their flowers for this fucking ranking. And then Michigan at five, and that'll play itself out because Ohio State and Michigan play this weekend. Michigan has one loss, I believe. And it's Are you Michigan. ready to hear them? Yep, I'm ready. Oh, wait. Is that the new one? November 23rd? That's today. Yeah, you ready? Yep. Number 10. Oklahoma. This boy going from 10. Number nine, Mississippi. Number eight, Baylor. Number seven, Oklahoma State. Number seven. Number, well, then they start going backwards. Number, I don't see seven. Six, Notre Dame. Five, Michigan. Or since he give me it four, um, Ohio State. Just kidding. Yeah, four Cincinnati. <laughs> four Cincinnati. We back. And three, Alabama. Bama's at three. God, you're nice. They dropped Bama. They dropped Bama. That never happens. They dropped Bama. How much it must have taken for them to want to have to drop Bama? Number two, wow, Georgia two. Georgia two? No. <laughs> boy, I'm about to smack the shit out you, boy. I was like, ain't no goddamn way. No, Sorry, I'm sorry. Number two, Ohio State. Okay. Number one, Georgia. <laughs> so you try to give me the once, and then you try to do it again. It and you almost that, did. Was a little, that was a little much. <laughs> boy, who cried this pussy. Um, that's, that's great ranking because Bama and Georgia are obviously going to play in the SEC championship game. So we're going to get that game, and we're going to get it again, depending on that result. So we're finally here. At last week of the college football season is this weekend. It's rivalry week, so we're getting our Florida State, Florida's, our Georgia, Georgia Tech, Ohio State, Michigan. We're getting all those. And then we're going to get the bowl schedule after all those games go down, I think, following week or so. And that's what I look forward to most where these teams are playing their fucking bowl games. Penn State going to be in the Cheez-It Bowl with fucking Arkansas. But looking forward to these championship games. We're finally at the end of college football season. I can't believe it. Um, as, after this 
year of pandemic, waiting for sports to come back with fans. We are now here, and football is coming to an end again. Time is fucking flying. But um, the games to watch, obviously, this weekend are going to be all of them. I was going to say all of them because it's rivalry week. It's the most fun week in college football. There's so many implications. Um, with that that Ohio State Michigan game, like that's the number one game, right, of the weekend. You'd think, but Michigan, think it. Michigan has not beaten Ohio State since rolling in the deep was top of the charts. What happens if you could have had it all? What happens if Michigan beats Ohio State? Like what happens? Because Ohio State's now they're two, so it's not like they're still three and can drop out and Michigan drop comes in they're two like if if it's a close game how far do you drop Ohio State maybe to four does Michigan come in and replace Cincy like what would what would happen if oh, Michigan shit. beat Ohio State if Michigan beats Ohio State that would put them both at eight and one in the conference and 11 and one overall so that means Michigan would win the tiebreaker and win the Big Ten East and be in the Big Ten championship game. So Ohio State so then probably Michigan, get bounced that's just from that one game. That's crazy. So, yeah, people – yeah. That's just crazy. That's wild. But it's not going to happen. Ohio State's going to fucking beat their ass. There's – I – we're about to see if Harbaugh getting signed that extension – was a good idea. Oh, this on. is why he got. They're seven and one. It's a good idea. This is why he got he got resigned to beat Ohio State. Mm. He has not done that yet. Hey, that's what James Franklin just got ten years for. Relax, relax. He beat him once with Saquon, just once. Mm. But yeah, this is this is Harbaugh's fucking career game. I think like you have an opportunity to knock your hated rival bigger than Niners Packers bigger than Niners Cha- Packers championship this game. is the biggest game of Michigan's last decade you beat Ohio State you're going to be in the Big 10 championship you win the Big 10 championship you're in the playoff who would they play do it Harbaugh do in it the championship Iowa snooze a little bit yeah it would be Iowa if if Iowa wins against Nebraska, it'll be Iowa. So, and Iowa looks mid. So I think Michigan could win that mid. So it's going to be a fun weekend of college football. It's going to be a fun Thanksgiving filled Sunday. Um, you, mm. just kidding. <laughs> I was going to ask about travel but i don't want to spoil it in case it would be somebody you think i'm vlogging oh yes good point <laughs> i've almost i've spoiled it myself many times yeah just so casually so i won't i won't inquire about what i was going to inquire on the pod but um that's it for me you have any other yeah things you i do say? and i'm getting comfortable for this one because oh, it's God. kind of deep oh he's getting deep um dude, man i would i could do podcasts for Hours of just sitting like this. <laughs> Angelo um, filming. Feel free to like prop up and you can lay your head right here. No. Okay. Oh, <laughs> um, no, that ain't washed area. It's chill. I watch this. Um, Dies. Do you know what free will is? 
Free will. Why I just scrolled down and seen it right there. <laughs> Free will. You like uh, define it? No, I can't define that. Um, it's two words put next to each other. Well, free will is like a th- thing. So I was listening to, um, I won't say what I was listening to. I could ostracize some people. Um, I was listening to someone talk about free will. Oh, I know you're talking about BS. Yeah. How the hell? And someone asked him, what's your biggest argument? What's your best argument for a God? And his was that humans have free will. Um, And free will is basically the idea that you, Eric, can do whatever you want right now. Um, Like you're you're free to do whatever you want. any moment of the at day. any moment at any time jump in front of a car and it's not predicted by science like science has no handle like your make makeup has no handle on predicting what you're about to do and that free will is given to us by god um and but if it's science that gives us free will then there should be some kind of mathematical equation that could eventually be co- that come up that would predict everything that we can do. But people say that it's impossible. You can't. There's nothing that could explain that could predict what we do because we have free will. We we are so unpredictable as humans. Um, so, do you think free will proves the existence of a god? Do you think we have free will? I'll start there. Do you think we Oh, yeah, we do have free will. So you don't think that the genes that make us up, our past experiences, and our neurons in our body, and our biological makeup, you don't think if we got some kind of equation on the most complex scale (laughs) that takes into our past experiences, our genetics, our... um, biology you don't think if we got the most advanced computer we couldn't predict what was about to happen until it's done no okay so then you probably i don't know because i feel like they're also i don't know too much about this topic i feel like they're also evolutionists and people that believe in science over a god that believe that there still is free will, even though we, there may be no God, there is still free will. Sometimes I believe that there is a God just, and we're just his, his little game pieces. Yeah. We're his game. He's just having fun. Because of how random life is with death. Like, some people could just be walking outside and a fucking tree falls on them. Like, why would... Yeah, that's my thing. God is either not all-powerful... Like, also, the girl sitting at her stoplight in the car and rugs slamming into her at 160. And she just was trying to go home. She's dead. Like, where does God play in there? Where is he at at that moment? It's just like those random things like humans being having the free will humans have is 
negative for all of us. It's positive and negative for all of us because that free will could kill us or that free will could elevate us in what we're trying to do in our careers. Everything it's we're living in a simulation. And sometimes I think that simulation is controlled. So like me going like that just there or like that, like if, if I believe in science and evolution, I could have predicted that I was going to do that. Or there's some kind of advanced computer that that's not invented now, mm-hmm. but that could have known that I was going to do that just from my makeup. Ah! Like that is not free will. That was someone knew I was going to do that to scream just there. I don't know. It's It's over my head. It's fascinating. It is fascinating, and I think that's um, it's it sucks that usually when these things come up frequently in our lives, like thinking about like our existence, and we'll never get an answer for it, mm-hmm. but we're all just so curious about it because why are we here to live and die? So weird. It's so weird. Like we're on a rock and. Because I tweeted this in my burner. I was like, you know you're getting, you know the weed's kicking in when you start getting deep into the, um, what I say, life is crazy topic. Because I get into it frequently. Because we are born and we die. And then what? <laughs> so someone posted on Twitter, there was a science account that posted, um, they said, this is what people think our uni- our solar system is. And it's the planet spinning around a sun when the sun's just still. This is what it actually is. And it's the sun moving like super fast and us rotating around it as it moves. And everyone was so fascinated with it. And someone quote tweeted it saying, I don't understand why we have to pay bills. <laughs> like, why is this happening? Like, look how big the universe is. Why do we have bills? Like, why do we concern ourselves with such little things like this when the universe is so big? Well, that's explainable. Shut up. Yeah. There's an answer for that. Why? Because humans have created this society that we live in. Humans with power. Well, to be fair. And it, no matter who had the power, I think it's a good system. Like, we have to, we have to pay people for services. Well, yeah, that's where are we going to live? We're going to try to live off the grid. Well, that's the answer to the guy's question: Why we pay bills? Okay. Well, yeah. you said it kind of like it was a flawed system. Oh. Well, there's no other alternative. What are we going to do? Just all just be out here? Be monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> it's either be in this system working and trying to create better civilization for generations after us, or never evolve. And we're humans, and we're com- the most complex being on this planet. And we're not going to let that happen. The flawed system. Where is the sun going? What the fuck? Uh, the this, sun, what do you mean, where is it going? Like the universe, like... The sun... Well, imagine the sun eventually just exploding. Both theories... Eternity is wiped. Whether it's there being a god... Or whether it's the universe was created with a big bang, both blow my mind equally. And I don't know which <laughs> I am more in awe of. Yeah, it's it's that's that's probably the 
toughest decision or not decision, but idea you could choose. They're both like, what the fuck? How bang right solar system, They're all this wrong. complexity. Like, yeah. <laughs> There's very like there's very there's very intricate things in this world that I can't believe. How do we have this from rocks and pebbles (laughs) and grass? How is this? How do we have this? This podcast machine. How am I able to upload this through the internet on YouTube? We've advanced so quickly. It's stupid. We've advanced rapidly just in the last decade since our Since graduating high school, it's insane. Like, to be able to tell our, or younger people when we're old, that, first of all, we were born in the 90s, they'll probably think that's crazy, that we were born in in 19-something. That's going to seem so ancient. And I was talking to you, like, our grandparents have seen, if your grandparents are still alive, they have seen so much. And if we live to that 80, 90 age, we're going to see... I don't even know, but it's going to be wild. Because we know what life was like before electronics. Well, before cell phones right. and social media. Yeah. Like, we'll be able to tell younger people, like, I knew what it was like before social media. And now we're going to have the metaverse. And our, you know- and our grandparents lived through segregation. So, like, they knew segregation. We still have a little bit here, but it's not as bad as it was when they were around. Like, I couldn't imagine walking into school and having a... My own water fountain because I'm black. That's crazy. <laughs> oh. Although I'm trying to get you your own toilet so I can pee and not flush. Yeah. Well, that's not a race issue. That's your disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's um, frustrating because we'll never get the answer. We're, we, we die and then we see what happens. Did you see? I do think our soul lives on though. I would love that. I think. I would love that. Please, if you know. Uh, For some reason, I think that when we die, we're able to still see life going. Well, that's your wishful thinking. You don't know. I don't. I don't. That'd be nice. Nobody knows. I'd love to be immortal. Can't ask my dead relatives. They're dead. You could pray. but It's convenient to be religious because you can just go on thinking that you're living forever. But it's funny that they're scared of death still. Or I say they, but. People are scared of death, even if they are religious. Like, why? You, if you really do believe in de- in life after death, you shouldn't mourn. You shouldn't be sad. Or I guess you can mourn and be sad, but you shouldn't be scared of death. Only thing I fear about death is my life being taken by somebody else. Your life? Yeah. My mean? life being taken oh, by somebody else. Oh, someone killing you. Yeah. Or like somebody... Or... Circumstance like I'm in a hotel and it collapses, like the one in South Beach. <laughs> okay, I'd never worry about that. Or the bridge coming down. Yeah, on me. that you worry. That's weird <laughs> worries. I have more realistic worries, like getting in a car crash. Um. Oh yeah, as you choking as up. you make a TikTok going onto an interstate. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. a semi passes you t- towards the end of it. Yeah. I was I went I went to the comments to see if anybody mentioned that, but nobody did. It hasn't blown up yet. I'm gonna. I'm going to put the first comment in there. Don't die. But yeah, it is. Free will. We kind of, everyone thinks of themselves as the main character in their story. 
and you feel like you're invincible, like you're not going to die at these strange deaths that you see on the news. But they, these things actually are happening to people. Like people are dying in car crashes like that. And it's like, oh Every man, day. I can't believe that happened. But you're not, you're not fully attached to what actually happened. You're not actually mourning the person. It's not real to you. But th- I mean, I'm sure there are listeners here that real things have happened to. Uh, but or, like, uh, or near death experiences. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, this is actually real. Like this life thing, like what I see on the news is not just like on the news. It like actually happens. Um, I haven't got there yet. Thank God. Uh, or thank universe. Whatever. I've half been there because a gun was pointed at me. Someone was driving as college. We were driving in an Uber to Miami and our driver like cut somebody off. And he pulls up next to us, rolls his window down, and points a gun at our car. We were like, oh, shit. It was a little gun, but still. That was the first time I seen a barrel of a gun pointed at me. Mm. But it was just a scare tactic. He didn't shoot at us. But I was like, oh, shit. This has never happened to me before. <sighs> yeah, and it could, it could be, your life could be taken so quickly. It's scary. I don't think um, I've ever told anyone that story. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Speaking of guns, it was very quick. I told the Discord or members of the Discord that I want to get invest in an airsoft gun for the place. Yeah. I think some kind of threatening um, use of force will be nice to have here because this is my first time living in a home that's like not a townhome, not an apartment, so it's a little different. Um, there's a lot of windows. There's a lot of people, places for people to break in. So I want some kind of security. Um, I was kind of roasted because apparently airsoft guns won't slow down a crackhead or someone that is out for bad intentions with bad intentions. Um, but I think the, the sight of it, like, fuck you, bitch. Like, I'll know how to hold it and I'll be like, fuck you. Sideways. Um, and then I'll, I'll even, yeah, <laughs> and I'll even shoot it. And if you hit him, surely it'll slow him down a little bit. You hit him in self-defense. And I don't want to kill someone. I don't know if I could live with that. I don't know if I could live with Murder. killing. And then what if I make a mistake? I couldn't live with making a mistake. Like if I shoot someone that, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have a violent bone in my body, but if someone's breaking into this house, I'm going to try to be as aggressive as possible. I appreciate it. To fight them back. But we got cat guards here, but fuck the cats. All right, y'all. That's the episode, man. Got a little heavy on you at the end there. Share this episode with your parents, friends, enemies. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Go to our Patreon.com slash Dun and Drew. Get in that Discord. Watch us on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Dun and Drew. Thank you, Denny, for joining this podcast. Y'all have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy football. We'll be back next week. Till next time, this has been Dunn and Drew, baby. Peace. That's it,